Early Bird Chat is recorded from my weekly live stream on my YouTube channel, where members of the audience are invited to either join the panel or join in the comments to discuss current news and events, along with other general topics of interest in a long format discussion. Welcome, one and all, to the Early Bird Chat. And now, here's Gizzard Gary. And good morning, everybody. And welcome to Early Bird Chat number 157. I am your host, Gizzard Gary, all by myself this morning, so welcome. It is Sunday, November the 6th, and it is standard time. So hopefully everybody got their clock set back an hour, or they set themselves. Uh, so let's take a look real quick and see who's out there this morning. I've said hi to several people in the chat already, but let's recognize gun websites. He's out there. G23 says first, well, he was close. Let's put it that way. And, uh, I have somebody ready to join me in just a moment here. As soon as I get through here real quick, uh, Kingpin is out there. Good morning as is Ozzy Orsborne meowing already. The Scottish-American is in the audience. Jason Stewart is out there. Along with, uh, let's see, hopefully I'm not missing anybody. Mike White is in the audience. And uh, Tactical Fud from the state of Arkansas is out there. And uh, PA Reloader is out there. Chris from the 740 is in the audience. And scrolling down the list, I'm seeing a lot of repeats. Captain Codebook is out there. And let's see if we have any last minute. I think I said hi to the Scottish American. I hope I did anyway. Uh, Defense Dad is out there getting ready for work. And let's see. Reloader762 is in the audience. Grim90, the Reaper, is out there. Misha N says, hello, am I the one you've been looking for? You absolutely are. TMS is out there in the audience. And uh, so hopefully I didn't miss anybody. So let's say good morning to our man on 18 wheels, my typical Sunday companion. Single Shot is with us today. Good morning. Morning, Gary. Good morning, all in the chat. Hope y'all are doing fine. How you doing this morning, buddy? Pretty darn good. I'll tell you what, the time change done threw me off. I woke up at 6.45 this morning. <laughs> ready to go. Uh, got myself some uh, coffee ready here. And uh, actually, this morning it is uh, Black Rifle Coffee because that's what they had at Walmart. And I've had it before. It's pretty good stuff. So, uh huh. That's what I'm uh, drinking won't now. Get, won't get into their politics. I realize that's a matter of contention. I just drink it because it's good coffee. How about yes, that? Sir. Um, Mike White says I'm waiting on some rain before going out to the desert shooting and testing out my new North Tech LPVO, as I don't want to start any ricochet fire. No, we don't oh. want to do that. That's for sure. Uh, Captain Codebook says, single shot, safe trucking. Absolutely. Scottish American says, 
Link me if you want, bro. Uh, all right. We can do that. Let's see. Uh, Here's his email right there. Whoops. I think that's the wrong one. I don't want to send him that one. He'll get mad at me if I send him the YouTube link. (laughs) 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 I've done that to people before. And uh, they say, you sent me the wrong link. I know. I'm new at this. I've only done this 157 times. So, anyway, Scottish American, that's on its way to you. Uh, Block 9 is out there. Good morning, Gizzer, Gary, and everybody. BWAT75 says, hey, hey. Um, (laughs) Ozzy says, I didn't sleep for crap, so the extra hour was nice. Uh, Captain Codebook says, I like big guns and I cannot lie. Uh, Misha says, sounds like fighting words link me, bro, as you get a left hook to the face. He wouldn't do that to me. Um, (laughs) Jason Stewart says, God bless Notre Dame. Yeah, how about that? Uh, Notre Dame with a big W yesterday. Also, LSU taking down Alabama. And, uh, well, it's... It was an interesting day, college football, yesterday, for those who are fans of the sports ball out there. I know not everybody is, and I'm not going to bore you with endless talk of that. M. Gabriel is out there, says, what time is it? It feels late. It is, in the central time zone, 9.07 a.m. It is indeed. It is November, and it is cool outside. It is 50 degrees right now. Low of 43, but it's warmed up to 50 and a high of 63. So the curtains are open. Uh, Curtains are open. Heat is on. Uh, It's a beautiful day. I love this kind of weather. Sunny. Nice. Uh, Misha says, in my hood, it goes Oregon Ducks. Well, okay. Well, in my state, let's see. The University of Kansas won, and Kansas State lost a a close one yesterday. So, yeah, kind of good news and bad news as far as our home teams go. Hopefully, the Chiefs do well this evening. They play the Tennessee Titans at 7.30 Central. So Vanessa Kitty is out there. Uh, let's see. Misha says, yesterday was one of my favorite days because remember, remember the 5th of November. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. Been, uh, been a nice day here so far, too. 72, as I mentioned. Cloudy, though. I'm hoping it's going to stay, uh, stay good. Supposed to, anyway. We've got clouds of off stuff. in the distance, but right now the sun's shining. Yeah. We're going to have some chilly chilly numbers up home there at night. So I'm glad that uh, I was able to pick up some heat <clears> oil, <throat> keep those uh, thermostats at a minimum, keep everything from freezing up. Now, yesterday it was in the high 30s when I woke up. 
But by the afternoon when I was at my daughter's, it was in the mid-60s. Real nice game. Or a real nice day. Uh, Ozzy says, Chiefs play the night game today. As I mentioned, Chiefs Kingdom rules, which is absolutely correct. Uh, Vanessa says, gets cold at night come Tuesday. 223 DMR is out there. It says, hey, Gizzard. Hey, 223 DMR. Misha says, it's liquid sunshine where I live. Well, that's pretty awesome. I like liquid sunshine, too. Uh, Sunshine, I don't mind. It's the heat that I can do without, and that's why I like this time of year. I don't have to deal with the heat. Yeah, so. Uh, Let's see. Uh, 223DMR says, single shot. Hi, so. Howdy, howdy. Uh... We have Bjorn out there. Bjorn with the last name that I'm not going to attempt to pronounce, but uh, always good to see Bjorn out there. Uh, The Scottish American says, Sunshine Burns, and Ghost... ...person a week from today. Because, as you know, I will be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for the Wanamaker Tulsa Arms Show, where I will be meeting with uh, Ghost Tactical, and uh, Tactical FUD will be there, as well as, I do believe, Jason Stewart and Chris from the 740. So there's Ah. at least four people in the audience that I'm going to be meeting with next weekend. I'm really looking forward to that. Now, sadly, I won't be doing an early bird chat next weekend. That's the bad news. Uh, Let's see. Scottish Americans, especially whiter than white folks like me. I feel your pain. (laughs) Misha says it was 39 last night. I usually get hot at work, but I even had two shirts, a hoodie, and a raincoat. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Daddy Dutch Barbecue is out there. Says, morning, Gary. Speaking of barbecue, I had barbecue on Friday night. Place I'd never been to called Smoke Creations. In mm, Ottawa, how Kansas. was it? Uh, it was very good. Very good. Ah, I'd always yeah. been meaning to stop by there, but never had had a chance. But two of my friends, uh, one of them a current uh, co-worker and then a former co-worker, and we... Met for dinner Friday evening and uh, had to oh, drive yeah. there 45 minutes in a driving rainstorm to get there, but it was worth it. Yes, sir. Always worth That's, it. Yeah. Best place that I ever had when I was down south was mm-hmm. a place, it's a chain, it's called Sunny's Barbecue. That's some good eating. Hmm. I'm always up for some good barbecue. Uh, Scottish American says, Chris is a good brother. You'll like meeting him. I'm sure I will. Captain Codebook says, yeah, WTF is up with the weather. Went outside this morning in a short sleeve shirt. November the 5th and it's 60s at 9 a.m. Hmm. <laughs> Not here. Uh, Vanessa says, if I get to Fort Worth next year, I will plan to get to that gun show. Well, we'd be glad to have you there. Well, yeah. Uh, Block 9 says, on my way home from Caddo National Grasslands Public Hunting. Lots of hogs, a few deer. I'm coming home early. 
because I was kept up late last night by the drunks at the free camping because he's from LSU. (laughs) (laughs) That can happen. Uh, C&T Designs and Arms is out there. Good morning. Uh, Block 9 says they were drinking whiskey and partying till 2 o'clock in the morning because LSU beat Alabama. Well, party's party, (laughs) man. Uh, Let's see. Uh, G23 says it's 43 degrees here. Um, Vanessa says only water today. Mm -hmm. Coffee for me, and I've got a backup cup. Because that's the way I roll on Sunday mornings. Although I'm wide awake. Got plenty. As I said, plenty of sleep the extra hour. I woke up before the alarm went off. And uh, I went to sleep early because I just didn't know. Also, I wanted to make sure that YouTube had the time right on the start of this show. Because it didn't give you the choice to pick whether or not it was daylight savings time. And I scheduled it several days ago. And I was afraid it would try to start early so i got up and checked it real quick but everything was fine there you go uh vanessa said got escorted off martha's vineyard in june 1986 by massachusetts state troopers oh no oh. uh cnt designs and arms says coffee 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 yeah uh bjorn says it is 42 here oh Vanessa says colonoscopy prep. That's never fun. I've been through that a couple times. Not fun. That's way worse than a colonoscopy. (laughs) Trust me. Uh, Misha says, I want to try this new Hawaiian fusion place that just opened down the street from me, but seems having Sunday, Monday off isn't as great because all the places I like or want to eat are closed those days. Oh, gee. Vanessa says, I can have black coffee. Yeah, I could, too. Uh, 223DMR says, Georgia beat Tennessee 27-13. Yes, that's true. Number one and number two against each other. Interesting game. A lot of interesting games yesterday. Ozzy says, at least it's not as windy as yesterday. We had wind gusts over 35 miles per hour. Wow. And uh, Christian Grest is out there. Says, hey, hey, y'all. Howdy. Uh, Pretty windy over here this morning. Vanessa says, that was just after my first enlistment, that camping trip to Martha's Vineyard with with six friends. Okay. I (laughs) do believe I have a picture that was sent in from Captain Codebook this morning, so we can start. It's not exactly Gorn. I wouldn't classify it as Gorn. But he says, abandoned cat in the barn. He says, I hate when people see a farm and just toss out cats. But Bruno here is pretty cool. Well, hello, Bruno. Now, uh, I went into my daughter's yesterday. Of course, she has six cats, four of which are black, and I can't tell them apart from each other. Now, she seems to know all the names and everything, but uh, I just call them cats. Okay. 
So, um, let me get back in the chat here. Got to catch up. Scottish American says, coffee has to be black. Anything else is sacrilege. Uh, that bearded guy is out there. Hello. Hello, bearded guy. I know who you are. Uh, Vanessa Kitty says, the guys put ACDC, we got big balls on the boombox as we marched onto the ferry. Cops were sort of bemused. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> um, let's see, Clovertack is out there. He says, this time change sucks. Woke up an hour earlier than normal this morning. Oh, just in time for the early bird chat. See, there's there's always a silver cool. lining around that cloud. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid to even do this, but I'm going to bite. Uh, Misha says, I learned a stupid joke last night. I apologize. What does a robot do after sex? I have no idea, but I'm afraid we're going to find out. Uh, 223DMR says, I might do some rifle checking this morning for deer season. There you go. Uh, let's see. Vanessa says, frou-frou coffees are fun. C&T Designs and Arms says, I like my coffee like Gizzard Gary likes his women, black and strong. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so the answer to Misha's question, what does a robot do after sex? The robot nuts and bolts. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now Bjorn says, I don't like coffee. And Clover says, I if it's it. not a mocha frappuccino, then I ain't having it. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> really? Drink some coffee. <laughs> I'm drinking mine right now. I just got it. It's fresh coffee. There is nothing better than the smell and the taste of a good cup of fresh coffee. Yes, sir. Oh, man. I mean, it just wake you right up, just the smell of it alone. I love coffee. I'll tell you what, Gary. My great-grandmother, because we're all hunters in the family, mm -hmm. and most all of us anyway, I'd love to have a dollar for every cup of coffee that that old aluminum percolator, the old-style percolator, made and i'd also love to have a dollar for every hot dog that she put up in them double boilers the uh cams uh natural case in red frankfurt we always had that stuff waiting for us when we come home from being out hunting all day i got one of those old coffee pots yes sir so, I uh, got a couple pictures here from Christian Grest. He says some corn for you. All right. So, here we go. Look mm. at that. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that pretty? Yes, sir. That's nice. And if he built it, he did a good job. It's a nice looking rifle. And there's more pictures. Let's see. Well... Okay, let's take a look at this one. I like the backdrop. I like that uh, pickup bed. That's yeah, 
That's nice. Baby nice blue. offsetting color. It looks yeah. nice. Yeah, that's really nice. Did a good job. Yep. Folding stock, I like it. And then we have this too. You didn't know you were going to get free Gorn this morning, did you? No, that's cool. Oh, Ooh, that's look cool. That. Look at that pistol. Look at that camo. Wow. Did a good job on that, too. Yeah, absolutely did. Let's welcome to our panel, G-Webs. Hey, good morning. G-Webs. Good morning. Thanks for, what do you Thanks say? for hosting. Yeah, thank you for being here. Uh, we're looking at some Gorn here from Christian Grist. He has one last one. Where is the other side of that pistol? Uh, oh, yeah. That is some interesting camo with all those different colors in it. But I do like it. Yep. Looks nice. Yeah, that rifle is pretty nice. That is a canic rival. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh back to the chat. Back to the chat. I know I've missed some stuff here. Uh let's see. I gotta go back a ways. That I'm last sorry? one. Well, he tells you what that pistol's all about. Okay. Uh, Vanessa says caramel oh. macchiato with three double espressos added in. Great for finals. Let me find Holy it. Holy smoke. Talk about JP4. Wow. Uh, Christian says just got that canic back Cerakote. It's a surprise for my wife's 40th birthday. Wow. That's a nice surprise. I think it's cool Gary. to make it purple without making it just purple. Right. That's what I like about it. Gary, if I drank that much espresso, my hair would be standing straight up. <laughs> Mine would too, and I don't even have any hair. Uh, so when, they, when they roast them coffees or whatever, the raw coffee, I guess, has the most caffeine, I guess. And then as you the light blends, it'll have a lot of caffeine. And then the more you roast it, the less caffeine it has. So espresso oh. is a dark roast. So it's it is. actually less caffeine than the regular just cup of coffee. So you get a lot of coffee flavor, but you're not getting necessarily tons of caffeine from espresso all the time. I tried it one time up there at the Bangor Mall when that was going they had a little coffee shop there, and I'd never tried espresso. It was a long time ago. Boy, I drank that stuff, and I was wound up tighter than an eight-day clock. So Christian says, built the lower half, upper was factory. Hmm. Okay. Now Misha says, how does NASA plan a party? They plan it. Interesting. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Christian says, love coffee, too. On the weekends, I spend the time to grind beans fresh. Yeah, that's the best. Oh, coffee. yeah. Uh, Clovertax says, I might get into coffee more one day. I've always hated it, but lately I've come around to mocha frappuccinos, so I'm getting used to the taste. Mm, not bad. Uh, G23. Coffee is better than, like, soda or something if you're trying to, because a lot of people drink soda to stay awake. But if you're trying to get yeah. off of that, drinking soda and fizzy water all the time or sugar and fizzy water, then uh, coffee is a great way to get caffeine without, you know, you don't have to put sugar and stuff in it. But it is a right. acquired taste like licorice or something, right? That's true. A lot of licorice. But right. once you dig it, I mean, then it's there's a lot of different coffees. 
I've had a couple of people have sent me coffees before. So I've had coffees from different places like Hawaii and, you know, different continents, really. And it is different. Yeah. It's like eating different tomatoes or different potatoes or anything. So G23 says six shot caramel hazelnut mocha is good. Uh, yes. Buck says love the smell of coffee, but don't like the taste of it. Uh, Mario Mosin is out there. He says, hi. And, hey, Mario. And TMS replies back with the hey. Uh, let's see. 223DMR says, I like that Ford truck. You betcha. Uh, Vanessa mm. said, must find welder to add a piece of steel to the rested area of the left rear leaf spring holder in the truck. Uh, Misha, keeping up with the joke, says, what kind of doctor was Dr. Pepper? A physician. Wow. <laughs> he says, okay, no more dad jokes. Yeah, that's about all we can handle in one Sunday morning. Uh, let's see. Uh, Abigail Finnegan is out there saying, hey, y'all. Hi, Abby. Hey, Abby. Uh, let's see. Vanessa says, Fisher Space Pen's newest model is Cerakoted. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Christian says, it's my dad's old truck I inherited. Very cool. Uh, Travis T is out there. We got 31 people in here. Wow. Uh, I'm saying that they're Cerakoted from the factory, you're saying? That's the way I took it, anyway. Mm. Misha says, the wife likes Death Wish coffee. I saw some of that in the store yesterday. I was kind of scared to buy it. What is it? <laughs> it's kind of like a Extra caffeine, like double caffeine or something like that. Probably give you a heart attack or something. (laughs) Now, Bjorn says, tomorrow I will a Colt Trooper Mark III. Sell or buy? I will. He he left a word out there. I think he means he's going to get one. Maybe he could clarify that. Uh, Two Life Moo. Is out there in the audience. Good morning, Moo. Okay, hey, Mo. he said, tomorrow I will pick up a Colt Trooper Mark III. Excellent. Uh-huh. Uh, Stan, who also is going to be a Wanamaker. SS Palm is out there. Good morning. I understand. Uh, let's see. Uh, Defense Dad says, Clovertech, anything that ends in Chino isn't really coffee. Uh <laughs> Uh, by the time you have like so much sugar and uh, milk and other things in it that coffee is just a flavor then you're just having some kind of a milk drink or a coffee you know milkshake or something with coffee flavor in it that's true Uh, Clover says yep I can now make a low carb zero sugar mocha frappuccino here at home so that is a nice alternative to sodas and stuff uh Abby says, either getting a new upper or a new gun today. Nice. Yeah. Now, Bjorn says, I have a... the thickness of the Frappuccino, you can probably get that from, you know, there's things you can get that'll, like, gel it or something like that'll add thickness without putting, like, whatever normal, like, mayonnaise or whatever normally thicks them. Egg, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Bjorn says, I have a 1966 huh. C10 pickup. Nice. Nice. Uh, let's is that a Chevy C10? Is that what a C10 yeah. is? Mm-hmm. Yep. So is that like a Ranger? Is that a little truck? 
<coughs> oh no, that's a full size okay. truck. Full size truck, okay. yeah. Well, Christian says I've tried Death Wish. It's good stuff. Uh, Tara Smith Kitchen is out there this morning. Hello, Tara. Now, What's with that hashtag? You... Why are we putting that hashtag in there? What's that all about? Oh, that hashtag EBC157. Well, I hear that if you put that hashtag in the chat, that maybe, maybe in about an hour and a half or so, I might draw for some uh, channel stickers and uh, some free stuff to give away to a winner. We might have a drawing. So let's see. Now, this one I'm a little worried about, but let's see. 223DMR says, here's a joke fitting for Sunday. Why did Jesus and his 12 disciples drive a Honda? Hmm. Didn't know he did. <laughs> Didn't know they drove at all, but I think we're going to find out. While we're waiting, Misha says, if you really want to stay awake, there's a secret blend of lose your teeth and stay up for days called meth. I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, dating oh, a fact. No. Yeah, I definitely do not recommend uh, Christian Griffiths says those 60s and 70s GM and Ford trucks look sweet. Yeah, they made some cool trucks yep. back then. Uh, do you see a lot of them up north? Y'all are kind of up north from me. Not up north where I'm at because Rust eats them up. But geez, I had he a friend of mine that lived across the road. He got a hold of a 65 stepside and he rebuilt that thing from square one. That was a beautiful pickup. We don't see a ton of them, but we definitely do see them driving around. They don't rust out as bad down here. So yeah. I'm just wondering if they're even around. Oh, yeah. it's now, Clover said, I had a horrible time with that StreamYard tool last week. Yes, you did. Uh, probably got something in there. Probably messing with it. Uh, MRHO661 is out there. DM False is out there. It says, hashtag EBC drove my Chevy to the levee. Uh, I have a picture of my Chevy van on a levee next to the Mississippi River. Oh, that's pretty cool. The answer to the question, why did Jesus and his 12 disciples drive a Honda, is they were all in one accord. Okay. Very nice. And clean. I like it. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, Stan says, Gary, please mention patches and stickers for Travis P11. All right, so here's the deal. If you're coming to Tulsa, if you have any extra patches or stickers to give to Travis P11, please bring them to Tulsa and give them to Stan, and he will take those back to Travis. So uh, what's he going to do with them? Travis? I don't know what Travis is going to do. I presume he collects them. But I know Stan has been doing that for years now because Travis... Travis doesn't make it to Tulsa. He has once. And I hope he can make it again someday. Uh, Bjorn says, I also have a 69 Chevelle SS. Very nice. Nice. Speaking of stickers, I just got stickers yesterday from Chris at the 740. I posted those on Instagram. Very nice. Thank you, Chris. Uh Tara Smith Kitchen says, I have stickers now. First batch goes to patrons and people who donated a barbecues fundraiser for me. If anyone oh. fits in those two categories, please make sure I have an address to send them to for you. All right. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, Defense Dad says, I was really tempted to buy a new upper yesterday. Then I remembered my car license is due this month. Damn it. Oh. Now, Clovertech says, I may know of some stickers available now that come with an awesome shot at a $1,600 price package. Wow. I've heard of that. Maybe you should post a link. Uh, Tara says, I've had a Kenworth on a Mississippi levy many times. I load from barges all the time. Uh, Stan says, Travis collects and giveaways. Oh, okay. That's right. He does uh, giveaways for his uh, patrons and stuff like that. Yeah, monthly. Yes, he does. I've won one before. Uh, 223DMR says, you can't really find those old Ford trucks anymore, and if you do, they are very expensive. People are doing Coyote and Godzilla engine swaps with those old trucks. Hmm. Now, DM Foss says, what does that mean? I don't know. Pulling trucks or, uh, oh, the show trucks there. They, they crush vehicles. I can't remember what to call them. Oh, the ones from, like, where, like, Bigfoot? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. DM Fuss says, if Travis P11 takes your patch, he controls your soul. Like well, voodoo I gave patches. Him, I gave him a patch at uh, Thunder on the Prairie. Earlier this year, so I suppose he controls my soul. You got a pain in your butt. He might be sticking a pin in your butt. Might. <laughs> he might. Clover Tech says a link like this? Exactly. So if you want a chance at a $1,600 prize package, click that link that Clover Tech posted in the chat. It's got a I'll Ghost and Clover out. sticker giveaway. Cool. Yeah, and you could win some very cool stuff. So, cool. Uh, yeah, check that Check that out. Uh, PA Reloader says, love the old Bronco. Let's see. Buck says, I have some channel stickers I'm bringing. Misha says, a coyote is a motor. I don't know about Godzilla. Okay. Now, 223DMR says, no, they put modern motors in them, like the coyote motors in the new F-150s and the new Godzilla motors that's in the heavy-duty trucks. Okay. Oh, I didn't know trucks. Okay. Had, I didn't know engines had names. I didn't, I didn't either. <laughs> we learned something today, didn't we? I, I didn't am. know what those things meant. Uh, Christian Christian Griss said, better photo of the truck. So if you want a good look at that truck we just saw a second ago. Look at this. Now, there's a nice picture of it. Oh, that's nice. That's pretty. <laughs> oh, it's just after it got washed, it looks like now. Oh, yeah. We've got another picture. That's a pretty good way to take a picture of it. It looks all cool in the driveway. Yeah, here's another picture. You want to see more of the back end of it? Yeah, that's nice. And I'm not much of a Ford guy, but that's a nice looking truck. I got nothing against Ford, especially those kind. Those are nice. Those are strong. Well, when you grew up with a dad who worked at a GM dealership. (laughs) Oh, I got you. (laughs) Uh, we didn't say the word Ford around our house. See, I, everybody, I, I, everybody I knew just bought something. I don't know what their decision-making process were, but I didn't really know anybody that was like all Chevy, all Ford, all Dodge or anything. Everybody just bought kind of whatever. So I kind of grew up not with it, without any preference, I guess. 
So I got a request out here. But I've driven a lot of Chevys. That's why I own Chevys. Every government vehicle I ever had was a Chevy. And I drove my uncle's vehicles like they're my uncle's vehicles. And they all took it pretty much. So uh, I figured if I can, if I know I can drive a Chevy hard, I know I'm going to keep buying Chevys. So Christian says, he sent me an email, said, please go to my Instagram account and like this photo. So I'm going to do exactly what he said. Like Uh, his photo. Look at that picture. (laughs) I like the outfit. What exactly? Oh, that's uh, a light. There's lighthouse on there. Okay, I think. Or a windmill. I can't tell. Windmill. It's a windmill. Windmills. Okay. That's pretty hey, G- cool. Hey, G Web. Huh? G, I got a 2001 Silverado four wheel drive. I think it's got a 5.3 in it. I just got it here a while ago. And uh, got 163,000, almost 164,000 on it. I took it on a trip there the last time that I was home. I visited a friend of mine over in New Hampshire. Ah, uh, what was that mileage? Right around 450, averaging uh, 21 miles to the gallon. And that was through little towns, up and down hills, kicking down into kicking down a gear when it was climbing the hills and stuff. I think that thing was doing pretty well myself. Okay. Take a look at the chat. Misha says, I recently found my Ghost and Clover sticker. Uh, Tara says, there is a poll on my community tab for what I'm cooking tonight. So far, beef soup is winning. It will probably be beef and barley soup. You can still vote Ooh. for a few more hours. So if you want to help us forget about barley. You don't like barley? I like barley. I like it. No, no. I said I always forget about oh, barley. I like it when I people thought, remind me about it. Like, I no, it's not something said, I think about, but yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Um, let's see. Christian says, would love to put a coyote in my dad's old truck. Um, now, Stan says, Clover, I'm having trouble buying your sticker on the link. Can you bring one to Tulsa and I'll pay you cash? Hmm. Christian says it needs a repaint, but it looks presentable. 300 straight six and five speed. Yep. That uh, truck right there? It didn't need a paint yep. job. What are you talking about? It looked fine to me. Uh, Clover says both my grandfathers worked for Ford, so that is what we were always used to. Yeah, we had tons of Fords. I never had a problem with them. Uh, Chris says back from the range. Uh, That's cool. Tara said, I had an 81 GMC dropped, tubbed out, 454, two four-barrel holly carbs. Now I have an F-150 5.0 Coyote. Yeah, I don't even know what kind of animal my engine is. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, 223 DMR says, well, my people has Italian heritage, so it was either a Lincoln or a Cadillac, LOL. With me growing up in the South, I've always had a Ford. We had one Cadillac one time. I don't know if we ever had a Lincoln. Abby said next week we might have some snow. We had some snow in this state this week, believe it or not, down the Wichita area. Uh, just briefly yesterday morning, it melted off pretty quickly. 
Let's see. Misha says, GM destroyed the Wrangler. It used to be an awesome interior, but now it looks no different than a van or a car inside. 223 DMR says, every government vehicle I drove was a Ford. My DOT truck was a Ford. That's interesting. It's probably just whatever department has whatever allocated to them, or I don't, I wonder if they even make the decision. Uh, G23 says a lot of the Oregon DOT drive Nissan Rogues. Like, yeah, because uh, now all the cop cars are SUVs. I don't even know what they are. Are they Chevys or Fords? Or maybe they're Dodges. Um, not real sure. I should know, but I can't remember. Tara said also had a 72 Super Beetle, Bahad, roller bearing crank, dual carb snorkel. It was fun. Every once in a while you see those out here still. Gun Tony Pacifist is out there saying good morning. So uh, Misha says, I kind of want to split pea soup, but not many make a good one. You guys like pip split pea soup? It's, if it's made right, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bjorn wants to know where to send a picture. Send that to info, I-N-F-O, at gizzardgary.com. Uh, the address is right there at the bottom of your screen right now. Info at gizzardgary.com. Scrolling across the bottom of the screen. The equipment um, that uh, law enforcement now is at uh, Ford Explorer. But that's special. They're building. Fords. Yeah, okay. Yep. Now, Chris says he's bringing some stickers for everyone. Okay. I already have some. Okay. Uh, Christian says, Dad was a Ford mechanic for over 30 years before he passed. Oh. Uh, let's see. 223DMR says, since 2008, GM Motors is now known as Government Motors. <laughs> uh, Abby said, I thought Jeep was a Chrysler product. Uh, yeah, they more or less yeah. are. I thought they got bought, though. Uh or did Chrysler get bought? Well, Chrysler Ooh, got bought, no, but Jeep Chrysler division. bought Jeep before that. So, no. uh, let's see. Ron Wayne's out there. Says Happy Sunday. He's got the chicken out there. Uh, Buck's bringing his stickers. Also, let's see. Abby says Ford Explorer up here. Two two three DMR says they're both predominantly Ford Explorers. Tara says, now I'm playing with a Harley-Davidson again. My bike is finally home again. Christian says, all the police SUVs around here are Ford Explorers. The sedans are Dodge Chargers. Yeah, uh, we got rid of all the Chargers. I don't even see them. It's all SUVs now. Every once in a while you still see a, a Crown Vic, but it's mostly those SUVs. Good Tony Pacifist says, my grandmother made the best split pea soup. You're making me hungry. Um, see, two live move throws out there. Fiat, yeah, that's right. Fiat bought Chrysler. That's correct. Uh, Christian affirms that. Uh, and so did Travis T. Let's see. G23 says, I lost my channel stickers. Have to find them again. Well, that's not good. Oh, so we were all wrong about what was on that outfit of Christian. So he sent us. He sent us a close-up so he can see. So now we'll know. We were all wrong. It is a snowman with an American flag. And 
a rifle. It says Brownells. It says Stay Frosty. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> it's not a windmill. It's not a lighthouse. It's a snowman. <laughs> well, that just proves proves we were wrong. Let's see. Pacifist says I'm frying up some bacon and home fries as we speak. Uh, DM Foss says, police departments are switching to SUVs so they can carry more stuff. Yeah, I see that all the time anymore. I saw one yesterday. I, you go looking for the old standard uh, highway patrol or cop car. They don't look the same anymore. Uh, let's see. Bjorn said, I sent the pictures. Well, let's see. Oh, he did. All right. We got a couple different pictures. So let's take a look. This first one here is definitely not a vehicle. So uh, these again are from Bjorn. Hmm, no Ruger Mark II looks like. Is that a two or a one? I can't. Might be a one. I was thinking it's a one. nice looking gun though now if yeah. you want to see something really nice take it's a look a at are you sure i oh. think so mm. uh, it's, yeah. it's not a here i don't think that's a ruger i know this isn't a ruger oh that's nice it's not a ruger. that's a 69 chevelle ss that is beautiful haven't seen one of those in ages. That's pretty. There is. Misha says, now everyone in a blacked out Ford makes me check my speed. Yeah? <laughs> Tara said, sent you a bike pick. It's a Harley Fat Bomb. Fat Bob. Let's take a look. Fat Bomb. <laughs> Not a bomb. <laughs> I can't read. Here we go. And that is nice. That is nice. Getting some nice pictures sent to us today. Okay, back out to the chat. Travis T says, definitely, it's a Luger, not a Ruger. There we go. Definitely not hmm. a Ruger. There is, it's close okay. in pronunciation. <laughs> My bad. Let's see. Misha says, if that was a rigger, I identify as a pencil. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Defense Dad said that wasn't My a rigger. Yeah, we know. Uh, 223 DMR says, that was back when Chevy made good cars. Yes, sir. Christian says, LOL, I thought you said fat mom. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in enough trouble for not knowing the difference between a, a Luger and a Ruger. So. But that shouldn't surprise anybody who knows me. But I'm also, I bought my first pistol seven years ago, guys. I'm not an aficionado to all things gun. And that's why I have people on my panel who know these things. So, and it's, 
single shot was fooled too. So he yep. didn't. He didn't correct. Now I think uh, G Webs kind of had a suspicion, <laughs> but that's uh, all right. Two two three DMR said, "Misha, I wanted to identify as a race car, but I'm too big, so I had to settle for being a dump truck." <laughs> yeah, I do understand that one. So anyway, thirty five people out there in the chat. Uh, Misha says, "Let me guess, Snob or Obi peer pressured you into buying a pistol." No, I didn't know them back then. <clears throat> I wasn't even on YouTube when I bought my first pistol. Uh, but uh, learning things about guns and stuff like that kind of got me interested. I watched different people on YouTube, and then I found out about gun channels, and that's kind of how I got involved in being on YouTube. Uh, so it's been, that was five years ago when I started my YouTube channel. I think I've talked about that before. But, uh, no, I did not know Snob until 2018, I believe, it was towards the end of the year. And and then it was uh, Sarge and then Obi from there. Now, they have pressured me into buying a pistol or two, but not my first one by any means. So, uh, so uh, we have uh, 500 Magnum is out there. He says, hey, Gary G. Webb, single shot, Ron Bjorn, yeah. Uh, Tara says, if I put a stage four on it and a turbo, depending on the kit, I could get over 200 horsepower. It has a stage two now, runs tens, 120 to 130 mile an hour on a track will go much faster. Just be careful. Just be careful. Now, Two Live Moose says, bought my first pistol in 1999. Misha says, I keep watching Demolition Ranch thinking I'll have a collection like that, but turns out that's not likely. Uh, keep in mind, he also has a lot of money. <laughs> uh, he also is a licensed veterinarian and attended Texas A&M University, so I believe he probably came from some pretty good means in the first place. Uh, Keith Gregory says, I bought my first pistol in 2015. Okay. See, I'm not the first. Uh, Abby says, bought my first pistol in 2018. There's a lot of us newbies out here. Uh, DM Foss says, Demolition Ranch hates kids. I've heard that before. I can't remember who told me that. Um... Ozzy sent us a picture, and we always like what Ozzy sends us, so he says, Ruger SP-101, in my first attempt to make a holster back in 2018. I love my SP-101. I love that my Ozzy holster, that's for sure. Ozzy makes some nice holsters. Mm. And I also have one of these Bark at the Moon patches, too. One of very few in existence. I don't have that particular Every Second Matters patch, though. I'm kind of jealous. I don't have that color. I didn't even know that color existed. Wow. 
made a bunch of weird ones when I had the uh, robot running still. I do have some of the uh, sewed ones. And some of the sewed G's also, which are pretty cool. Uh, let's see, back to the chat. Let's see. Uh, Pasfa says, me as well, two live moves, Sig P226, 40 Smith and Wesson. Great caliber. Uh, I love some 40 Smith and Wesson. Let's see. Christian says, first pistol was 05-ish. Uh, 500 Magnum says, that's a fine revolver. Yes, it is. Talking about when you bought your first pistols? Yes. Yeah, mine was 2015. They were making fun of me because of the confusion between the Luger and the Ruger. I said, hey, in my defense, I haven't I haven't been owning pistols all that long, so I might misidentify a thing or two. Well, have you even held a Luger before? I have not. So, I mean, you probably walked past a million of them at at Wanamaker. Yes, I have at Wanamaker. Yeah, but you'd think you're walking past Ruger's if you didn't know the difference. Uh, 500 Magnum says revolvers are my favorite gun. I don't know about favorite, but I sure own several of them, and I'm carrying one right now. That would be my Ruger LCR. This is in my pocket as we speak. Abby says, first pistol was a Taurus G2C. About a year and some change later, I upgraded to my Glock 19. I have both. Uh, Kevin Jones. Go ahead. Go ahead. I passed up the deal of a century here quite a few years ago on a Luger. Complete right down to the to the uh, shoulder stock with all numbers matching. If I could have put my hands on a grand, I'd own that thing. Yep. I think mine uh, would have had to been like 91 or something. Now, Rob D., the New York Outcast, is in the chat. Hey, Rob. Tara says, first gun I bought was a mossy 20-gauge pistol grip, no stock. When I lived in that bug, it worked well, only had to present it. Did so twice back in the 90s. We're talking the first gun. It's more like the 80s. Well, now. Mine back in the 70s. Yeah, technically, my first gun was a shotgun that my dad bought for me when I was about 14, 15 years old, back in the mid-70s. So I have owned guns of one sort or another since my early teen years. Um, Let's see, Misha says, somebody grab a Glock and a salad. Rob's here. Yeah, you betcha. (laughs) Kevin Jung says, bought my first pistol in 2002. A pocket 1903 and 32 ACP, and a Smith & Wesson Model 19. Abby says, to be fair, I turned 21 in 2017. I got my first gun in 2015. Christian Grist says, been a while since picking up a revolver. Been thinking of picking another up sometime soon. Misha says, everyone who likes 40 Smith & Wesson has weak wrist. 10 millimeter is the best millimeter. 
Okay. Uh, Baron SVG's <laughs> out there. Baron says first-hand gun was 08. Uh, Rob says everyone with 10 millimeter is a wimp. It's 20 millimeter or nothing. Boy, I'm not sure I want to <laughs> shoot that. Out. I got some calibers for you to try, Misha. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Abby says that first gun that I got at 20 was a birthday present from my dad. How nice. How nice. Now, Gun Tony Pacifist says technically the first gun I bought was a Red Rider BB gun with a compass in the stock and this thing which tells time. Okay. Here's a pro tip if you give your kid a gun every year when they're growing up, then they have 21 guns when they're 21. Hey, that's true. I never thought about that. Uh, Two Life Moose says, 870, Remington 870 was my first gun that I purchased myself. Bird and Slug Barrel, 1991. Nice. Uh, let's see. Misha says, while I agree, Rob, I don't often find 20 millimeter in my area. Uh, Bjorn said I sent a few more pictures. Okay. Yeah, we're starting to get some emails in. That's for sure. Now, Misha said, that said, I'd like a 20-millimeter Vulcan rifle. DM Foss says, I like 40. My wrists have been strengthened by teenage years spent. Well, you know, I'm not even going to, not even going to go there. Okay, so we get some pictures. Um, This is from 223 DMR. Let me go ahead We'll get back to the chat here in a second, but I want to show everybody's pictures. And he said, this deer isn't so, isn't that big, but he is just weird looking. He's been on my trail cam for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. He's a good size one, that's for sure. And then another picture of the same deer. Good sized deer. And then finally two young deer going at it. And here's that picture for you. Yep, they're having it out. We'll see who wins, or maybe we won't. Okay, so... That one deer likes 40, and the other deer had a problem with it. Well, that's true. I know they couldn't get along with each other, so they had to settle it. Uh, Christian Grist sent this. This is a 1957 Colt New Frontier 22. Holy mackerel. Look at that. That's nice. Good look at it. Very nice. Indeed. All right. So, Bjorn sends this, and it's kind of hard to see. It's on the dark side. He says, Smith & Wesson 460. Oh, yeah. 
I've got a pistol barrel for the Encore and a rifle barrel for the Encore in 468. I've also got a rifle barrel for the 500 Smith & Wesson. That's some serious, serious firepower there now. Better believe it. And then we have this, and I'm going to flip it around here so we can see it a little bit better. Okay. You're going to get more Gorn today than you did Friday on Foul Territory, I tell you what. <laughs> Pre-64 Winchester 3030 made in the 20s. Nice. Great grandfather had a free 64. 30-30. Yep. Nice. Take that any day. You better believe it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so Christian Grist has got another one to show us here. With a little bit of coffee, he says pre model 15 Smith and Wesson. Man. That also is very nice. All right. <laughs> and then we got this from DM Foss. This is a little different than what we've been showing. And he says, uh, listening while drawing pictures with my daughter. (laughs) That's cute. That's very cute. All right, let's get back to the chat real quick. I've probably missed a few. Yeah, let's see. Let me get back to where I was. 223DMR says, my first gun was a Marlin 60 semi-auto 22. I had a hard childhood, and I used that gun to feed my family. I like a Marlin 60. Uh, Tony York's out there. He says, morning, folks. We've got 37 people out there, by the way. Morning, Tony. Uh, 500 Magnum says, my first handgun was a Heritage Rough Rider in 22LR. Yep. Uh, Christian says, I'd like a Barrett 50 BMG someday, just because. Wouldn't we all? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, I get rich and, when I get rich and famous. Uh, Rob says, 20 millimeter pocket gun. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Uh, Tara says, gotta go need throttle therapy. I don't blame you. Have a good one. Uh, Abby said, would it really be an early bird chat without a masturbation joke? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, with the current group out there, you just never know. Um, let's see. Kevin says, my first gun was a Marlin 60 as well. I still have it and still love to shoot it. Oh. Yeah, I love mine. I bought it oh, about three or four years ago as an adult because I had never... I'd never owned a semi-automatic 22, and I'd always wanted one as a kid, and my friends had them, but I never had one. It's like, you know what? I'm old enough. I can buy my own. I'm going to buy one. So they're not that expensive, and they're damn fun to shoot. 
I like my Ruger 1022. That's a nice one. I got a uh, uh, Henry Lever Action 22. It's a blue blue uh, model, but my dad had it. And I inherited it when he passed away. So that's a real nice little rifle. Abby says, one more hour till Ace Hardware opens and I can start looking through their guns. Nice. Christian says, sweet, always cool seeing those young bucks sparring. Yeah, that was cool. Yep. Misha says, I'd like to see someone shoot a 20mm handgun, though I imagine the outcome would be essentially pulling the pin on a grenade and letting it go off in your hand. (laughs) Yeah. That's about right. Yep. Block 9 says, first gun I bought was 1983, a Winchester 3030 from Target. I ended up trading it for a trolling motor because I didn't like it because it injected from the top and I couldn't put a scope on it. Hmm. Well, they do make side mounts for a top eject 3030. Now, Rob says, that's deer porn. Yuck, they didn't, have, they didn't even have clothes on. That's true. Now, Christian says, now that's a revolver. Yeah, it sure was. Uh, let's see. Kevin says, it sure wears that flannel well. Love a good old wheel gun. Yep. Mm. 500 Magnum says, I got my first gun when I was 14. It was a Savage Model 64 in 22 LR. Mm. Tony says, I, my first gun was a Remington 572 when I was 11. Uh, Kevin Jung says, wheel guns followed up by a lever. Awesomeness. Uh, let's see what else is going on out there. Tony says, first gun I bought was a 1972 Glenfield Marlin 60 that I still have. Mm. Christian says, love some revolvers and lever guns. I do too. Uh, PA Reloader says, got my first twenty-two rifle when I was 12. Glenfield twenty-two with a squirrel on the stock. Still have it huh. to this day. Yeah, you don't get rid of those things. I don't know. Uh, Brian Bridges out there says, morning, Paul. All right, Brian. Uh, 223DMR says, be right back. Going to get a roasting pan. Uh-huh. Abby says, town and country has guns as well. Uh, Christian says was actually working on a Glenfield Model 60, which I believe is basically a Marlin 60. I believe you're correct. Yeah, I think you're right. 500 Magnum says I got my first shotgun when I was 15, and I still have it today. It's a single-shot H&R. Yeah, I got one, when was that? I was 16. I think I bought that when I was 16 as well. Uh, Rossi 12-gauge brake action. Shot a lot of critters with that bugger. My first shotgun that Dad got me, and I still have it, is uh, Sears and Roebuck M200. No, twelve gauge, basically a uh, it's a Winchester 1100 clone. Winchester, I know. Yeah. No. Um, and Dad had the Winchester. I have both both shotguns now. Dad's been gone for quite a while, so. Over 20 years. But uh, I love those old guns. Abby says, still don't have a shotgun. Oh, you need to get a shotgun. Oh, yeah. 
Bosh Everybody ought to have a shotgun or five or six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they get addictive. I now own, I now own, let's see, two 12 gauges, two 20 gauges, and a 410. So, I've yeah, they multiply. 20. They do multiply. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love shooting a shotgun. It's not for everybody, but, uh, yeah, 500 Magnum says you're missing out. Abby, shotguns are awesome. Yes, there are 40 yep. people in the chat. Wow. All right. Wow. Welcome, one and all. Don't forget to put that hashtag if you're interested in the giveaway here at the top of the next hour. That is hashtag EBC, as in early bird chat, 157. Hashtag EBC 157. And we already have 12 people entered in the giveaway. But I'm gonna uh, put mine in here shortly. Yeah, you got time yet? Uh, Abby says I have three rifles and a handgun. Well, that's a start. Yeah. Rob says I was born with my first gun. Even with everything going on and people cutting guns up, I've still got it. Nice. <laughs> uh, Tony says I have two 12 gauge side by sides and a pump. Well, I'd love to have a side by side. Uh, Bjorn says, I only own one shotgun. Pacifist says, I just sent you some wildlife photos. I'll look at them here in a second. Uh, Christian says, I did look at it when I took it apart to clean. Didn't look worn and moved freely. Seemed to smooth out some the last 20 rounds. CCI standard. Forgot to bring my mini mags. Okay, and some people getting in their hashtags. Buck says, don't forget to hit thumbs up. 223 DMR says the only shotgun I own right now is the Ithaca 12 gauge semi auto. My wife yep. found in the yard sale a couple of months ago for 100 uh, for 100 bucks. I remember that. That's a steal. Bottom um, Gun Tony Pass Gun Tony Pass says I bought my kids 22 LRs when they were born. That's what I like to hear. That's mm. that's way to do her. Although 22 shorts when they're born is more traditional, and then 22 longs when they're one, and then 22 long rifles when they're two. But if you want to go on traditional, it's it's still okay. Never thought about that. Abby says, wouldn't mind getting a Barrett M82A1. Also, don't have a long-range rifle. Hmm. If you got a rifle and you got skills, you got a long-range rifle. That's true. Ozzy says, my first gun was an H&R single-shot 410 back in 1974. First handgun was a Phoenix Arms 22 LR. Still have both. Yeah. Well, the first gun I bought myself was a New England Firearms Partner single-shot 410, which I still have. I bought it in 1986. 500 Magnum says, I love all guns, but handguns are by far my favorite because they can be on you at all times in ways that long guns just can't. Yeah. Tony says, I bought all my grandkids 22 rifles and now I've bought the six older ones each a Ruger Wrangler. Mm. What's a Wrangler? 22. It's a single uh, shot. Single single action, uh, six shot. It's kind of similar to the Rough Rider. Yeah. Is that the and aluminum nice. one? Uh, part of it is, I think. They're nice. 
Now, Misha says, I'd absolutely love a select fire MP5, but dreams don't always come true. True. That's true. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Tony says, I killed a squirrel with it with the target barrel. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the Gorn. Or to, yeah, to the Gorn. And Misha sends us this. Let me get this. Real quick, though, Warsaw Patriots out there. He says, Gary, imagine you bought a Ruger Wrangler and you drive a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> well, I drive a Jeep, but it's a Jeep Compass. <laughs> compass. Yeah. But I understand. What's that? You keep a compass in? It's got one in the dash, yeah. So it's true to... It'll tell you what direction you're going. You won't get lost. Uh, Misha sent this. It says, here's a picture of my Christmas tree. It's still in the shed because it's November. As it <laughs> should be. <laughs> as it should be. Uh, well done there. Bad. That's how he feels. One is how he feels, and two and three, the doom is upon us. Okay, so here's the doom one. Or one of the doom ones, anyway. And... It is a panel, and it says, Drums, drums in the deep, a shadow moves in the dark. We cannot get out. And the middle picture says, She is coming. (laughs) Wow. Do you know about the lizard on your car? Yes, I found it. There's a lizard, and there's a little jeep climbing up the side of the hill. There's a snake in the back window. Oh, there's a snake? Yeah, in the back glass. You can see it in the rearview mirror. First, I thought it was dirt or something. I went back there and looked. It's a snake, yeah? And there's a Jeep emblem on the inside of the hatch. Okay, so another Mariah Carey meme here. And it says, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. And then the bottom picture is me trying to enjoy my life. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Very cool. So, uh, let's see. Now, Gun Tony Pacifist sends us this picture. This is kind of scary. He says, a bear got into an unlocked car in Winchester, Massachusetts last week. Whoa. Look at that. That's why you don't leave guns in there, otherwise that bear would have a gun. That's right. Then what would you have? You'd have trouble. Right here in River City. Hmm. Man, that did some damage. Let's see, there's another picture here. It gets worse. Wow. Wow. That boy was hungry. Yep. Don't leave food in your vehicle. I sure enough. He was looking for the gun, though. Look at that. He had the center compartment open. He was looking for guns. I hope there wasn't (laughs) one in there. When it probably got stuck in there and then was like freaked out trying to get out or something. Because why would it rip the doors apart and all that? Like, I bet you it got stuck in there and then freaked out and started sticking its legs all around. Yeah, or it just like said, it you know what's cool? Watch this. And it goes in there and just does that because <laughs> it can. Yeah, it won't be driving. It's probably, like, 
it's probably like scratching its hair, you know, like they make thing like they'll go up and scratch a tree and stuff just to get to scratch their back. Like probably was in yep. there just to scratch himself. There's a back seat. Good great. It would be cool to see it on video. Everything. I'd like to see it on video to see yeah, that what all be. went on. Like if it was five minutes or was that like two hours? Because if it would, you know, if it was really looking for something, it was just brooding around for all that time. Wow. That was one P.O. bear. Yeah. Now, Two Life Moose sends us some Gorn here. This is real Gorn. This is a 410 lever, he says, circa 1928. Yep. I don't see those right often. Never seen one, but I've heard of them. Seems though Henry had brought one back out uh, here a while back. I don't know how true that was, but I'm thinking that's what was going on. Is I think I seen the uh, promotional for the uh, Henry Lover 410. And then one more real quick before we get back to the chat. This is from Warsaw Patriot. And he says, custom Chicom Type 56 AK chest rig with a camo paint job and molly webbing and removable huh. and adjustable straps. Huh. Nice. It's a nice rig. Oh, of course, somebody. Oh, I've got to wait for it to get in here. Okay, one more, and then I'm going to get back to the chat. Ron Wayne snuck one in on me real quick, so let's go ahead and show it. Gotta love a Ruger Wrangler. So there's what a Ruger Wrangler yeah. looks like. G-Wap. There you go. All kinds of different color combinations. They are nice looking. I've meant to pick one up, but... Okay, so back to the chat. Let's see where I left off here. I think those came out since I was hanging out at the shop. Okay, I've got to go back quite a ways here. I missed a lot. Let's see. Uh, Let's see. 500 Magnum says, my second handgun was High Point JHP and 45 Auto. Uh, Christian Gritz says, my first firearm was passed down to me from my granddad, a Springfield Model 850-22. Ron says, gotta love a Ruger Wrangler, you better believe it. Uh, Abby says, I could make accurate hits at one kilometer with my AR-15 if I had a scope with enough power to see the target, but I want something that will actually deliver substantial energy at extended ranges. Uh, Warsaw says, Gizzard Gary, I'm updating my AK with a 74 muzzle brake next month. I'm getting a North Tech scope for long-range shots. Uh, talking about Christmas trees, Abby says, my fiancé and I will get our tree in December. That's early enough. Uh, Gun Tony Pacifist says, I had Christmas music on the radio all day yesterday. Uh, 
I refuse. Not this early. Uh, Tony says, okay, so what is y'all's favorite gun? Boy, that one's going to be interesting. Uh, go ahead and tell us what your favorite gun is. Uh, Block 9 says, I have two Remington 870 pumps. One's a Wingmaster and the other one is a Magnum Express. Uh, let's see. Christian says, has to be my M1 Grands, Tony. As far as favorite guns, he says, favorite gun you own. Okay. What is your favorite gun you own? 500 Magnum says my Smith & Wesson Shield in 40 Smith & Wesson, Tony. Uh, Pacifist talking about the bear said he did get stuck. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Block 9 says my nephew has a Browning 1905 Auto A5 he got from his grandpa. Uh, Abby says, favorite gun that I own is my home defense rifle. Favorite gun that I don't own but have shot is the Tika T3X and 308. Mm, I don't know if you can have a favorite gun. I think you can have a favorite gun at a time. But I think the reason we got other guns is because we need a favorite gun for this and a favorite gun for that. And then we have the one that works better for that or the one that replaced the favorite one or whatever. Like, you know, I don't. Yeah, that's I think me. I have one that I'm like, like if there was a fire, I'd grab a bunch of them. You know, I'm not grabbing one. Oh yeah, I think and my favorite one. is what I have in my hand at the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Moose said I just sent Gary a picture of my favorite gun. It belonged to my mom. Yep, we just showed that on the screen a second. Ago. Like the one I carry around all the time isn't necessarily my favorite one. It's just the one I carry around all the time. Let's see. Misha says, off topic, I know, but for some reason I want to make a candle. But learn stuff and have come to realize one doesn't simply make a candle. It's science. That's true. Well, yeah. It's super easy. Super easy. Yep. Just make some, get something, spray it with some Pam cooking spray or some spray oil, uh, like WD-40 or something like that. Then get some... Uh, 100% silicone caulk, get a bucket with some soapy water and squirt the caulk into the soapy water. That'll activate the, the silicone and it'll give it a slippery surface tension to give you enough time to mold it. Mold it around whatever the thing is you want to uh, make a candle of and then give it enough time to chill or calm, you know, cool and then melt a bunch of candles into there. Put a wick down I... the center first and melt a bunch of candles into there and then you get a candle in any shape you want. Yeah, I used to do that in, in high school there, crafts class. A lot of fun. So 500 Magnum says... Go to a dollar store and buy a bunch of the candles and melt them down into there. There you go. Oh, yeah. 500 Magnum says, I love me some 1911s. Uh, go to our thrift shop and get candles for nothing. <laughs> Abby says, if I can ever get it up here, one of my uncles has my granddad's Browning Sweet 16. Um... Oh, that's nice. Um, Rare. I'd say see. my favorite was one I inherited from my dad, and that's a Remington 780L. I can't remember what the scope is on it. i got to dig that out and take, take a look at that. It's quite a high magnification, uh, uh, complicated scope at the time. Chambered in 7mm Remington Magnum. 
and that thing is deadly. So Christian Gritz says, we tend to get our Christmas tree after or around Thanksgiving. T23DMR says, when my mom met my stepdad, that's when I got into shooting. He had a Weatherby Mark 12 with a custom-built octagon barrel. He hmm. bought me a 243 Savage 110. That was my second gun. Yep. Nice. nice uh, Pacifist says, tree goes up the night of Thanksgiving at my parents and comes down sometime around June. <laughs> Now, DM Fuss says surface-to-surface missiles give you great range and knockdown power. That's that's probably true. Yep. Uh, Tony answering his own question says, Mine is a hard call, but I'm going to say my Smith & Wesson 629. What if you set up missiles on some kind of turret on your roof, and all you got to carry around then is a little targeting laser? And then somebody messes with you. You do predator move on them. Ooh, and go yeah. about 30 seconds until my missiles get here. All right. Paint it and hit the button. Christian says, uh, love the A5. Aussie says, SIG P320C. Ron Wayne says, first gun was a 20-gauge H&R partner. Bagged, slots, bagged lots of squirrels with that one. Okay. Uh, Christian says, uh, Tikas are sweet shooters. Missed the one I had. Uh, Gun Tony Pacifist says, all my rifles are long distance. I just throw them in my trunk and drive to a neighboring state. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, G23 says, my favorite gun is always the next one. That's a good plan, too. Uh, Clover says the same thing. Uh, let's see. Devil Dog 17013's out there, and he says, I don't necessarily have one favorite gun, but I am partial to my SIG pistol and my World War II Arasaka Type 38 rifle. Yep. Now, Abby says, my most versatile gun is my Glock 19. I could use it for home defense if I didn't have rifles, but I just carry it. Now, Misha says, G-Web sounds like my wife with her shoes and makeup. Got to have a different shoe to match the season and the day. (laughs) Now, Gun Tony Pacifist says, make a candle out of bacon grease, the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Christian says, 1911's one of my favorites for sure. Bjorn says, I make candles out of beeswax. There you go. Now, Gun Tony Pacifist says, I still have the first gun I ever shot, my dad's Ruger M44 carbine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that yeah, the 44 you... version of the 2022? No, I don't know. PA Reloader yeah. says, my favorite gun is my Marlin Model 60. Uh, Misha says, in theory, making a candle is easy, but wicking can be hard. Oh. Warsaw says, did somebody say missiles? North Korea has been up to no good these days. They're always up to no good. That's yeah. nothing new. Those are, it's probably just no big deal. It's just a peaceful missile. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, 500 Magnum says, I'm probably the only one, but I want the VP-70 because of Leon Scott Kennedy. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. 
223 DMR says, my gun is really long range. I shot a deer so far with it, I had to put salt on the end of my bullet to keep the meat from ruining. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Krabby Turtle's out there. He says, morning, Gizzard, and everyone. Am I early or late? I'm all discombobulated with the time change. A little on the late side, but we're still in the first half. It's already yesterday, Krabby. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Uh, Pacifist says it came before the 1022 G-Webs. So. Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. Uh, Misha says my mom is a good long-range weapon. She's got a PhD and is part of the woke crowd. (laughs) Uh, Bjorn says, my favorite gun is one of my Lugers, my Luger artillery. Yep, uh, that was one I was referring to uh, earlier, Gary, with a shoulder stock. Clover long barrel. Clovertex says, yep, the M44 was 1960 and the 1022 was 1964. Yeah. Uh, Chris Lang's out there says, hey, everybody, I'm late, slept too late. Howdy. Abby said Russia threatened Ireland a couple days ago. If Putin goes through with this threat, he better not start his car the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Honcho Fett's out there. Says, good okay. morning, Gizzardarian friends. Smeggy is also out there. Says, howdy, everyone. Howdy, Smeggy. So they're starting to roll in. We have 45 people in here. Wow. Wow. That's, That's a good number. That's a decent caliber. That is. It is. If we had to, that's the kind of caliber that could end a world war right now. So Christian Grist sent this picture. He says, well, let me get the picture up here first. He said, favorite firearm I own. Huh. I can't see it that well. It's a Garand up against a fence with like a really stripy wood pattern. On the mm. Nice. Okay, and then Two Life Moo sends us more Gorn, Gorn, and Gorn. So that's multiple Gorns all in the same picture. I don't know if we can handle that on here. Let's see if we can see if we can get all that Gorn on this screen here. Well, it'd help if I click on I don't see any of There oh. we go. Oh. And he says 629, 686 plus, 625, a 340, and a Heritage Rough Rider. Oh. There's all kinds of gore in there. Somebody likes short barrels. Got like a smooth bore, or I mean a smooth cylinder. Very nice. Okay, let me get that. What else just came in here? Okay, let me get back to the get back to the chat real quick. Okay, I said Hunter Fed and Smeggy's out there. 
Um, 500 Magnum says, I love my Taurus 856 Ultralight and 38 Special. Fantastic budget gun. And we just lost single shot again, looks like. Uh, let's see. Smeggy's out there in his Twitch account putting the hashtag out. Now, that's one of G-Webs's quote-unquote cheats is you can go out there and, and create a Twitch account. And uh, if you're going to do that, go ahead and subscribe to the channel while you're out there putting the hashtag out, if you would. Also, Facebook is an option. You can enter the giveaway up to three times. So, uh, yeah, Abby says, still trying to figure out how to carry a handgun while dressed formal. I don't like off-body carry. I don't dress formal, so I wouldn't know. Tony says, good day to you all. Must get smokes. Uh, Honcho Fit says, so no big lottery winners? LOL. No, I'd be out spending my money if I was. Uh, I won the lottery in China, so I had to wear like a suit when I picked up the money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see that? In China? No. I heard about it on the radio, so I haven't seen it. Somebody won the lottery in China, and then they didn't want their family to know who won, <laughs> so they that the person won, so they went in some kind of a suit. Oh. Uh, Christian Gresty says, hell yeah, now that's a revolver lineup. You better believe it. Uh, let's see. Smeggy says it's at 42, so it worked. Okay. 500 Magnum says, I'm going to cry. There's some nice revolvers. And Rob says, Moo really needs to give my guns back. He can keep the Rough Rider. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Misha says, if I won the lottery, I'd buy Gary seven Microtechs, one for each day of the week. Well, that's nice of you, Misha. Um, that was the wrong button. Yeah, evidently. Well, we got G-Webs back, and we've got the addition now of Smeggy. Good morning, Smeggy. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, G-Webs had to leave for a second to get unlock the door for me. I was going to say, do you have to come get you? you I was act. I, I had a thing. You guys texted me, and I went to the exit, the fire exit, and I opened up the fire exit and let him in. Oh, the old uh, theater trick we used to do. Okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, you have fits to wait it. till the credits or the the preview starts so that nobody can see the door opening. Because if you do it in a dark theater, everybody sees the door. Opening. Right, that's absolutely correct. Honcho Fit says, "Still do not own any decent wheel guns. Going to have to fix that." Um, I'll bet you the said, kids don't even know what that's like because I don't think nowadays you can just watch all the movies, right? No, they don't know. Ozzy says, I have a set of grips just like the black and white G10 on a Taurus 85. Um, let's see. Christian says, hey, all got to take off. Great hanging out with everyone. Those chores ain't going to do themselves. Well, glad you could come in and spend some time with us, Christian. Uh, Rob says, strap it to your leg, Abigail. There you go. Uh, let's see. 500 Magnum says, what happened to Carr? I don't see anything from them very much anymore. Hmm. Carr? 
They don't yeah. develop so much anymore because they bought Thompson and they bought Desert Man or Desert Research, or whatever. So they just distribute and like market those guns. I don't think they do much in the realm of development uh, past. They made those car metal guns. They made a couple of plastic guns. I'd say their biggest thing was the 380 or whatever at the time. But then all they were doing is taking their existing guns and making them smaller uh, and then making them work better. Uh, in my experience with cars, working at the gun shop and hanging out at the gun shop, they did not hold up. Uh, so they were making the, you know, efforting to make their guns better with their research while everybody else was efforting to make nine millimeters in the size of 380s. I think it was just a, a race of R&D that they couldn't keep up with Smith and Wesson and SIG and, you know, giant companies that can put departments on stuff. I think they just stuck with marketing their brands that they own. Now Clover says Magnum Research. Yeah, that's correct. So uh, now Misha says, I think anyone could wear a shoulder rig with a nice coat or sweater to conceal. little advice to Abby there. Uh, a couple more pictures came in. This is brunch from the gun-toting pacifist, so if you need a little appetite stimulant, here you go. So those are your potatoes on the right and your... Uh, Looks like you've got some toast, a couple eggs, and uh, three slices of bacon. Or four. Oh, I thought that was toast with a big dollop of mayonnaise and some bacon on it, and then a bunch of corn. And, of course, served with a gun, which it should be, and a big thing of orange juice. Wow. Oh, we got a crow up on the roof. I know I was going to try and jump up and grab him. It is sitting right there in the corner, and this guy thinks he can get him. Like, wow. I can jump that high. It, it flew away, so now he's just back. But yeah, he's right up there in the corner. Ow. Okay, so let's see what else we got. Uh, Bjorn's got to go later. Thanks, Bjorn. Uh, 500 Magnum says, I believe Taurus bought Rossi. Explains why we don't see them anymore. Oh, we still see Rossi every once in a while. More along the rifle line than you do pistols. Um, Rob says, you can tell someone doesn't like doing dishes. Hey, when you're single, uh, paper plates can be your best friend, let me tell you. I can tell you from experience. Who wants to wash dishes? Okay, we've got a little bit of time for the giveaway yet. So uh, let's look at uh, something from G23 that we got in here. I'm going to size this a little bit so we can see it a little better before I put it on the screen. Okay. Uh, 
It looks like we got a Taurus 856 with a 3-inch barrel. I saw his video on this last night. Unboxing video. Very nice. Okay, we got some more mail coming in. This is, uh, ouch. Ouch. Okay, so we got another pup. We're going to take a look at a pup here. <clears throat> then I'll show you why the pup is on the floor here in a minute. In the belly rub? Well, there's more to this story. That's the first picture. And then I'll show you the second picture. Should I tell my dog to look away? You might. Okay, I'll distract them. There he goes. Because he says, uh, <clears throat> dog will not learn. Porcupine 3, Oreo 0. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, yeah, that's tough. I remember I had a dog when we were a kid, and he got smacked on, like, the side of his mouth, like, on his nose area. I'm sure he's yeah. kind of, like, sniffing a porcupine, and he came back to the house. So there was, like, I don't know, four quills or something. We pulled him out. He was not ha happy, but whatever. He takes off running once he's done, goes right back to the exact same spot, and bites the thing. So then he comes back with them all in his mouth, in the gums, the roof of his mouth, his tongue. Like, what the heck, dude? Speak about not learning. That was... You know, 10 minutes ago, you got hit by the thing, so you went back and bit it? <laughs> like, mm, that was so, a pain, dude. That was so there's bad. Just, there's just porcupines running around in Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, up north, they live in the swamp. They, they like, hollowed out trees and, like, dead trees all over. Huh. I thought they were from, like, some other country or something. I didn't know they had porcupines running around. Well, if they're from another country, they live there now. So... So this is from Two Live Movie. It says, sorry, Gary, it's Firearm Appreciation Day. And this is a Colt Model 1908 Vest Pocket 25 ACP. <clears throat> nice. You don't want that gun anymore? I'll buy that off you. Heck yeah. Or you could check out Pot of Gold Auction. They have one of those. Yeah, they got like a billion of them in, in December. They probably have like three of this one. But yeah, that's that's neat. Very nice. I mean, what what size bullet is that? A twenty-two? Those things are super small. Twenty-five. No, I mean the bullet that was holding that gun up. Oh, that was twenty-two. It was one nine millimeter. <laughs> oh, that's really small. One of them pin fires. That's true. Okay, so let's see. Let me go remember, back. To the... Remember Shot Show last year or this year, I guess, earlier this year? Yeah. So I'm looking through some stuff, some patches and whatnot from, from Shot Show, right? Did you get a SAR USA patch by any chance? Uh, I'm trying to think think. Uh, yes, I did. One. Which one? What color? It's black with a... I'm trying to look at it from here. I can't really see. It looks like it's a 
like a rectangle that says SAR and USA underneath it? Yes. All right. Did you right. see the red ones they had? No. All right. They had red ones, right? And I think green. Check this out. That's the red one. I don't know. Mine is so far away from me, it's not really bright enough in here for me to tell from here what color that silly thing is. So from what I've been told, the Velcro is white and they dye it black all the time. And that if you get cheap Velcro, then it'll seep into the rubber of the patch and stain it. And that's what we're seeing here. It is red. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to, it was red. Like, you know, in January, it was red. And now just sitting, like I didn't do anything to it. It's just been sitting, but it leaked. I wonder if anybody else has a sour patch and if they noticed it. I thought that thing was like glowing. And I was like, it looked, it looked like it light, lit up or something. Now but the just, red has leached you know? into the uh, white and then the black has leached into the red. Yeah, my lettering is starting to look almost pink on mine. So, uh, the Scottish American is on the panel. Good morning. So, that's a lesson to all these companies. Don't get crappy patches. Howdy, howdy, howdy. We're good here. How are you? I'm good, man. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Uh, let's see. We've got some more dish comments out there. If I can figure out where we left off, let's see. Um, okay. Still not there yet. Uh, Abby says, my fiance and I just take turns doing dishes. Uh, Clovertech says, yeah, Taurus pretty much turned Rossi into their rifle lineup. That's more or less true. Uh, Warsaw Patriot says, who washes dishes when you can use a power pressure washer? <laughs> it's one way to do it. If you got an air fryer, you don't need to wash dishes anymore. Hold on. Isn't that called a wife? Wow. <laughs> Uh, Misha says, I made a sweet but confusing dinner a bit ago. I made bacon-wrapped asparagus and reverse-seared a steak on the same baking sheet with barrier. The bacon grease got on a steak, so the steak tasted like bacon. Uh, Ghost is out there saying, who's a good puppy dog? And 223DMR said, just got done washing dishes. Chris Lang says, even the wife prefers paper plates. Uh, Rob says, soap goes further than paper plates. Must be nice to be rich. <laughs> Gun Tony Pasfa says, I can swing the dollar ninety nine, Rob. <laughs> yeah, they're not that expensive. Uh, let's see. Rob says, good Lord, that's a lot of money. I don't know where you're buying your paper plates, but they're not that expensive. They're just not. I mean, he he is in New York. Come on, give him a <clears throat> Well, that's true. Oh, yeah, there's probably an extra tax or something for disposable stuff. So they're probably like $100 for a plate. Now, again, Tony Pacifist says, my Boston Terrier used to go after skunks. That is a hell of a smell. 
Warsaw says, my old dog got skunked by a skunk when I was younger. Amisha says, I get free TP and paper towels and paper plates or nothing. Hell, that's uh, like gold these days. Yeah. Devil Dog 17013 says, I think the next gun I get will be a single shot breech loading 12 gauge shotgun because Kiapa makes a bunch of 7 inch gauge adapters in 380, 9mm, 357, 38, 40 Smith and Wesson, 44 Mag, 45, 410 slash 45 Long Colt, and 20 gauge. Wow. <laughs> Gun Tony Pesfa says, I made a dollar on YouTube today, Rob D. I can send you some plates, bro. <laughs> uh, Rob says, damn shot show talk. People are doing whole shows on it now as if it's meeting God or something. I never met God at shot show, although I did see Chuck Norris there one time. Uh, I actually have a shirt from Chuck Norris. From the man himself. Good thing you didn't piss off Chuck Norris or you would be meeting God. <laughs> Rob D says, I just reuse all the political mail. Now, there's Dirk made some good cheap paper plates right there. Yeah, all the political crap that people send you. Ah, uh, Clovertech says, I just threw my paper plates in the washing machine and then hang them out to dry easy enough. My mom actually used to wash paper plates in the dishwasher. Yes, she did. Uh, Warsaw says, the next gun I'd want is a PSA Jackal in a rifle format, not a pistol. Chris Lang says, I like the Kiapa triple threat. And... We've got some more Gorn out here. If I can find it. Where's the picture? Okay. This is from block nine. Bought my wife a 6.5, same as mine, so she doesn't put the wrong shells in a 2.43 that she wanted. 6.5 doesn't kick that much more than a 2.43. <laughs> All right. So we are at... Let's see, 10.52, so we're getting pretty close to the giveaway. So if you still want to get involved in the giveaway, we have 25 entries in there. And that hashtag is, just like it says at the bottom of the screen, hashtag EBC157. And you can get entered for a chance to win a Gizzard Gary channel sticker and magnet. And an early bird chat thumbnail, and we are just about out of the Fuster Clucks I normally buy, so we're probably going to throw in instead a Live Free Armory sticker, so you'll get four stickers total. So, uh, who's the crazy 20 people who are watching this but not entered? That just doesn't make any sense at all. 
Maybe they just don't like swag. I don't know. Uh, Misha says, I might just have to buy a PSA dagger, but I still don't know. I really don't like Glock. Hmm. Let's see. Gun Tony Pasfa says, they were on sale for three forty nine last week, Misha. Ten mags in a soft case. Let's see, G23 says, Misha, PSAs just want to be Glock just like M&P. Let's see. Rob D says, don't be cheap, throw in a gun, Gary, or at least some nice paper plates. Maybe I could send you a paper plate. (laughs) That'd be pretty funny. Uh... Chris Lang says, Rob D., how much political junk mail does it take to stop a bullet video? That's a good idea. Uh, Gun Tony Pasfa says, did Smeggy's dog get that toy off my wife's night, ex-wife's nightstand? Don't think so. It's not what you think it is. Smeggy has told me the story. Um, I'll throw in a paper plate. I will donate a paper plate. Cool. Uh, Misha says maybe you should just buy a bunch of individual orders on a free patch Friday and get stocked up on your patches to give out. I got patches. I got plenty of patches. You know, speaking of patches, I got an early Christmas present from my girl, and it's a a book for patches, like a bunch of little little individual pages held together by like these clips. And I'm going to be organizing my patch collection probably later today. I'm That's not sure. I maybe, maybe after G-Webs does the, the patch uh, swap thing. But speaking of G-Webs, and speaking of gear websites, how about we watch this real quick while we're waiting for the giveaway? GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is free patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. All right. And uh, Single Shot is back. We have five people on the panel. And phone call. Thanks, Maggie. And a phone call. Let's see now. Rob D says, that's patch abuse. Only ashamed people hide them in a book. <laughs> I don't know about it's that. It's more, just more portable. I agree. I still have, I still have the panel here. I'll, I'll show you what's going on here. Um, I'm going to turn the light on. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Hang on a second. You guys get to see my garage. So I still got the panel up, but then I got these books that I can put, like, I'm thinking this will be, like, one of each. So then that way, you know, if I have one here, I know it's a double, and I won't accidentally give it away. And then this will be all of my doubles that I can give away. So, like, I could take this one to a shot show or something and say, yeah, go ahead, flip through it, trade whatever you want. You can see I kind of started, but I want want to do it all. Oh, those books are super cool. I would like to have one of those. And oh. then each one of these each one of these panels, like you know, it's just going through a clip. So if I had like this one, maybe when I'm done, since these are like cool ones, I can just take this off and, and just hang this up individually. 
like could turn it into like a giant patch panel with like all of them next to each other. But it just makes it temporarily easy to carry around. That's really cool. I might have to look on Amazon and see if I can find something. I didn't know they made anything like it. That's nice. Yeah, it's they're pretty neat. I, I've always wanted one of those uh, from Millspec Monkey. Because I know G-Woods has one. It, like, zippers closed and, like, is really nice. But they're also kind of a, a little expensive. So those ones are, I think, a better option. Okay, so I have put the uh, I put the giveaway tool on the screen. We've got uh, about two minutes to go. If you want to get entered in that really quick, we have thirty entries in the giveaway and thirty-four people out there in the YouTube chat. So you still got time. Uh, let's see. Rob says so. Some patches are better than others and get on the wall, but some just don't make the cut. Patches. I don't know about that. Now, my uh, gear websites patches, I do tend to keep them together as much as possible because uh, those are a little different than everything else. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to have a place to keep some extra stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically true, though. Some patches are better than others. Well, and then, like, the other thing is having the doubles. So I keep a collection all together, and then put the doubles on the wall. But that way I know I have at least one of each. Well, I think that's a great idea, personally. I'm building mine back up slowly. Taking a while. I had a lot of them before that blasted fire. Some of them I'll never be able to replace are unit patches. Now, if you had one of those books and say you went to SHOT Show or you went to Like Even Wanamaker this next week and you collected some patches from people, you wouldn't have to shove them in a backpack. You could actually put them on a patch panel and carry them home, and you'd have a reference right there of which patches you just got at that show. It'd be kind of neat. I'm going to have to look into that. In the meanwhile, we have 31 people entered in the drawing. And it's just about that time. Uh, Rob says, a real patch father doesn't discriminate. You love them all the same. Meh. Mm. Some patches are better than others. Sounds like a Democrat. Yeah, you you can love them all the same. Just some of them you keep locked up in the basement, and some of them you show off to your friends. The ones you're proud of. You go, hey, look at my kid here, and it... Again, he sounds like a Democrat. Yeah, we're going to talk about Democrats here in a second, as soon as I get done with this giveaway. I saw something this morning that was pretty telling. But first, let's tell who won this giveaway, and we're going to do that by clicking this little button here. So good luck to everybody who entered, and we'll see who this week's winner will be, and it is... TMS. TMS. Congratulations. Congratulations, Tim. You are today's winner of the Early Bird Chat Prize Giveaway. Mike White says, I won Friday, so I don't want to seem greedy. Uh, We've had very few people ever sweep 
the giveaways. I think one of them's on a panel currently. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, but he did it kind of backwards, I believe. He did it. He won the early bird chat, and then later that week won the foul territory. So it wasn't the same weekend, technically, but... Uh, now, uh, DM Foss is putting next week's hashtag in there. I don't think that's mm. the way it works. I don't think that's the way it works. All right. So, Tim is our winner. Go ahead and take that down. He's just trying to get ahead of the game, man. Trying to get ahead of the game. So, in the meantime... How you doing, Scotchman? For the most part, I'm doing okay, brother. All right. It, pretty much uh, 16 to 18 hours a day, but past that, I'm okay. All right. So I want to show you something I saw on Twitter this morning. This kind of gives you an idea of the mentality of what we're dealing with out here. Look oh, at boy. this closely. Look at this closely. It looks like it says Elon Musk is making the tweet and it says save social security hashtag vote blue to protect your rights. <laughs> the problem with that is that is not Elon Musk. <clears throat> that is somebody pretending to be Elon Musk. Do you know who it is? It is... The, the account name is uh, Wolfie's Mom. That is Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> who changed her account name to Elon Musk overnight and then put out a bunch of tweets promoting Democratic candidates and Democratic hashtags and stuff like that. So yeah. Valerie Bertinelli is pretending to be Elon Musk out on Twitter. <laughs> that that shows you the mentality of, uh, you know, we're going to try to deceive and cheat in order to get people to vote Democratic. Yeah, and if you think blue is going to save your Social Security, I've got some land I want to sell you. So, yeah, I called her out on this, and many people did also, but, uh, yeah, this is... You think it's really her, like, making the thing, like she's capable, or somebody stole her account and is using her account to make a point? Oh, let's see. This has been going on for... Is she still, uh, is she doing something, or is, you know, she's uh, from, like, the 80s or something? She's she's a a washed up actress, a former celebrity. She was married to Eddie Van Halen. Uh, but all that stuff's pre nineties, right? Pre pre two thousands for sure. Yeah, pretty much. Most of her acting career was uh, done in the eighties. She did have a couple stints here or there, but. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a verified account. You can tell by the the hashtag on there. So she went in and changed it 
So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yesterday looks like sometime. So that's enough of that being on my screen. How about that? Yeah. There uh, you go. Thank but you. be on the lookout for crap like that on social media. Oh, and yeah. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled by this stuff. Gun Tony Passford said, did she pay her $8? Evidently so. But evidently, once you get a verified account, you can go in and change your name. Huh. So, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's what the left does. If they can't... If they're going to try to steal this election, too. How about that? Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Well, They'll probably get know. taken down for that, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey, Gary? Yeah. If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, and craps like a duck, it's a duck. So Ozzy says her last gig was hot in Cleveland. I never saw that, and I never will. Um, Rob D. says just another reason not to have Twitter sounds like a drug problem anyway. She's got a problem all right. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Gun Tony Pacifist says, dang cheaters, they pull out the SS scam when they are truly desperate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, if, if <clears throat> I'm not trying to get you banned by any means, but you probably will just because we're talking about this shit. But, um, <clears throat> if, if you notice in the past week and a half, two weeks, the news no matter what channel it is, has been promoting the fact that if you're in a red state, that the red states have the most crime. Which is absolute bullshit. Yeah, that is, I saw that too. Oh yeah. But but that's what they're pushing and that's what they're driving. And they're trying to push this narrative because they know they're losing. They know they're behind. They know they're struggling, and they know they're up shit creek. Yep. Yep. So, and I try not to swear on this channel because I know Gary doesn't like that, but forgive me. Well, they're going to say whatever they want in moments yeah. before the election because they're saying it to everybody. That means that the people who are only hearing their messages are going to hear it and be reinforced. And anybody that's skeptical only has limited time to do any kind of checking. Well, for example, take, take the guy in Pennsylvania. How can you take that guy seriously? How can anyone take him Are you seriously? talking about the guy running for mayor or governor? Yeah. How, how can anyone take him seriously? Mm. Well, they probably see him as... We don't want a Republican, and we're willing to take anybody that's not a Republican. Well, anybody that thinks that way is a fool. Well, but I'm saying that's what the, you know, if you're not a Republican, that's what you're going to be thinking. Right? Yeah. Democrat, that's what you're going to be thinking. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, people. In other words, they probably might be going, oh, I wish we had a better candidate, but this one isn't a Republican, so... <laughs> and see, I'll, I'll, I'll bring this up because this is a common theme. Voting for the lesser of two evils. Um, folks, you got to realize that it's not about voting for the lesser of two evils. 
You really got to sit down and think about what you're doing before you cast that vote. Yep. Check the background. Yep. You know, one thing that we have that I really fucking hate is the past. <clears throat> and, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Gary. I'm not, I'm not trying to cuss on your channel, but it, it, it really pisses me off is that you have these candidates out there and all they do is attack each other. Mm -hmm. When you have a debate, a debate is supposed to be about the things that actually freaking matter. Not yep. about this person said this or this person said that and this, that, the other. It's supposed to be about the actual freaking things that matter to us, that nice. matter to the people, that matter to this country, that matter to this fucking nation. Yep. And unfortunately, where we are today is it's all about name calling this person this person that person this and this and this and so on and so forth that's where it comes down to and it's sad and it's freaking ridiculous now i it's there's a question that i always have to ask in that position the people in that position scotsman what is holding that person back from running against the bunch of them you may not be known but people that are going to be smart, they're going to look at the background of, of an indi individual before they vote for that individual. You would hope so. Now, run against these people. Get out there and run for whatever you can run for. Get your foot in the door. So I want to say hello to our four Mississippi Thunder out there in the chat. Good morning, or morning. afternoon, possibly. Uh, talking about Valerie, 10S said, Sad to say she was a teenage crush of mine. Boo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I thought she was cute, too. Yeah, she was, too, but boy, yeah, they turned into monsters. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, Keith Gregory I said mean, she I mean, played. You guys are talking about that show, right? Yeah. Yeah. She played in the comedy One Day at a Time back in the That's 70s and 80s, yes. Yeah. One day at a time. So 223DMR said, the Patriots are winning. We took Twitter and CNN. We are taking back territory. So that show, she yep. was a girl on it, and there was all a bunch of old people on it. So hmm. it's like compared to old people, she was cute or whatever. But if you put her up against a bunch of other you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying she wasn't good looking, but I'm just saying she was on a show with a bunch of other adult actors. Or, but from what I yeah. remember, that show was all about, like, uh, don't worry about the rules. and eh, Do whatever you want. Everything will work out. Like, yeah, don't worry about yeah. it. It was a divorced woman who had two teenage daughters that moved into an apartment building. Yeah. Uh, let's see. G23 says, so did you hear about the sheriff in California that got convicted on a CCW scam? <laughs> That's good. I like that. Now, uh, let's see. Ozzy says, issues in past voting history is more important than digging up dirt. Yeah, I've been listening to all the political yeah. ads in this state, and all they're doing is bashing each other. Yeah. Uh, all of it. It used to be just a little bit of that along with, 
you know, here's all the good things I can do. Now it's either a bunch of lies or it's just, well, don't vote for my opponent because he supports this, you know. That's all it's broke down to, unfortunately. And and this is where we're sitting at. It's sad. It's it's beyond sad. It's absolutely freaking ridiculous. Um, When it comes down to it, you all understand and you all, I mean, at least the people we have watching this right now understand that you're going to look at what they actually stand for and what they truly believe and vote for and are going to stand for. Um, you know, we're not just going to vote because they turn around and say, hey, this person said that and this person said this. No. No. Just slinging mud, I'm sick and tired of the the nitpicking of the the, the back and forth of mm. this that the other. It this nation wasn't founded on that. This nation was founded on people who believe in a free society, in a free democracy, in a free republic, and it is a republic, people. Never forget that. It is a republic. That's right. It is not a freaking democracy. We have a democratic voting system, period. Nothing else, nothing less, nothing more. We are a republic, period. And uh, I want to add a little bit to that. I mean, we have elections coming up this week. Everybody knows that. Some people may have already voted. <clears throat> but at least in my state, we yep. vote this coming Tuesday. And uh, so definitely get out there and vote. But remember what uh, the people who created this country, our forefathers, they had in mind what they wanted our government to be. So when you choose your candidate... Choose your candidate who's going to keep this country, you know, in that respect. If you choose somebody who wants to rule everybody by government rule and stuff like that, that was never the intention of our forefathers, was to have somebody in government make every decision for us and tell us exactly how to live our lives. That's where we came from to start with. And our forefathers realized that, and they said, we're going to design this government to where there's checks and balances, and government won't be ruling everybody's lives. And it's got further and further from that over the years. And so keep that in mind when you vote, and for God's sakes, please vote. Uh, If you haven't already, I realize some people have already voted. Thank you, if so. But get out there and vote. Do your research. Find out who's telling the truth. Learn learn the truth about each candidate and go out there and make an informed judgment. Because uh, these what, are the what, people that will make what, this. What, whatever you do, do not stand by and allow them to try and take this nation because you didn't step outside your door and vote. you got to understand right. that you, you know, one thing that really ticks me off and it's ticked me off for years, is people go, well, what does my vote matter? Look, here's the deal. Here's how it breaks down. And I'm going to say this from someone looking on the outside in, because I'm someone from the outside looking in. 
I'm someone that came here who decided that I wanted to be a part of a free society instead of being part of something that was fighting for my freedom every damn day. Now, granted, I'm still here fighting for my freedom every damn day, but there is a difference being here versus being back home. And one of the big differences is, is we have the ability to step up, walk outside the door, and cast our vote. Now, yeah. some people are going to look at that and say, well, it doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter what we say. And to a certain degree, yes, you're right. However, if you do not step outside your door, if you do not walk outside, if you do not go to the polling station, you are essentially part of the problem. And you're part of the problem because here's the thing, it all comes down to numbers. And yep. if they want to, if you take, for example, the last election where they turn around and said, we had overwhelming numbers and this person won, blah, 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 blah. The only way that we take this country back, the only way that we take our nation back and tell these people with a resounding, a resounding wave is we go out and we vote and we say no more, screw you, F you, and let them know. And when we do that, they're going to see that in the polling. And there's no way they're going to be able to turn around and say, well, this happened and this happened, so no, this blah, blah, blah. No, there's no way. If we have the absolute resounding vote stepping up to the plate, going out there and doing your part, there's no way they can turn around and try to tell us that this person won when we know we won. That's right. And you know something, Scotsman? The thing that says, when everybody says, well, my vote don't count, can you imagine all the people that have made that statement actually going out and doing their due duty and voting? You'd have numbers that were would be astonishing compared to what we normally get. I've, I've said this many times before, but one of the proudest moments in my life was taking the oath. And it wasn't standing there and saying, I'm proud to be an American. It was when they turn around and I'm standing there and I had my hand in the air and they were going through and they said, <clears throat> um, when they turn around and they said, look, Makes a man to, feel good when he does something right. To, to defend this nation. To stand and defend this nation. Yes, sir. For me, that that was a hard hit. Um, you know, I, I didn't come here for shits and giggles. I came here because I wanted to be a part of something. Yes, sir. I, I, I wanted to... 
give myself a new opportunity. And that's exactly what I have. And yeah, there's struggles. Yeah, there's this, that, the other. And that's going to happen. That's life. Yeah. Yeah. Step up to the plate and you do what you have to do. Yeah. There's no unicorns out here. Nobody's perfect. But you've got to look into what they've done in the past. All very, very good points. Uh, but yeah, get out there and vote now. 223DMR, he said, vote in person. I'm a big believer in that. Yep, I did. I'm going to go in and I'm going to stick that ballot in the machine myself. I'm going to make damn sure it gets counted. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm not going to trust any mail system. I'm not going to trust anybody no. to count mail-in ballots or any of that crap or advanced balloting or any of that stuff. I'm going to go in on election day and cast my votes. Now, yeah, they could probably tweak with that too, but uh, I'm going to do it the old-fashioned way. That's yeah. that's my preference. Uh if you choose to do otherwise, that's on you, and I'm not going to hold any grudge or anything else. I'm just telling yeah. you the way I'd prefer to do things. So, if I weren't out here on the road, I'd do the same thing in person, but I had to do it. I was not going to miss this vote at all. Oh, no. I, I am... I am not up to that kind of activity. You know, I'm proud. My family was proud. We're veterans. We fought. Some died for the rights that everybody enjoys today. And if that's not enough, I don't know what would be giving up your life for what you believe in. So what we're looking at right now is a patch panel that was sent to us by the gun-toting pacifist. Oh, nice. Uh, he's got some nice ones, and then we got some close-ups here. So I uh, want to take a look at those. So, uh, Yeah, I'm curious about that ain't no laws one. Which one? Oh, the one next to it's a target. Oh, I don't yeah. think I've seen that ain't no laws one. Well, I know we've got a close-up of this one, but I can zoom in on it just as easily here. 102nd Cherborne Ranger. I read it on the internet. <laughs> that one. Uh, let's see. That's an older budget Guns and Gear Reviews one. That was a transition I have that live free or die one from Alan Anchor. That's one of my favorites. Mm. Abigail, I don't have faith in the government. I have faith in the people. Oh, okay, okay. I see that. I have faith in God <coughs> Almighty. That's who you, I you, have faith in. You completely misunderstand where I come from. I don't have faith in government. I have faith in people. I have faith in the people of this nation that they will step up and do the right thing. Now, there's one of those sewed gizzard Gary patches right there. Oh, one of the nice. few that I don't own. That was actually sent to me by G-Webs. 
And uh, I went ahead because it was in a uh, an envelope full of patches and it was there was a package I gave away and I didn't realize that that was in there also. So it's not that I don't have four or five of those, but he's somebody who has one besides me. The gun snob has one also that he won from G Webs. So there's not a lot of those in existence. Those are some nice patches, by the way. They are. Let's see. Okay, so we've got another. I made a 3D version of that ray gun one day. I think I did it in this chat. Okay, so we've got another picture from the gun Tony Pacifist sent to us. It says, Pumpkin Spice Republican Party. White suburban women swing right after Republican Party rebrands as Pumpkin Spice Republican Party. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta love the Babylon Bee, man. <laughs> you got to. That's a great idea. <laughs> okay, and then he says one last one. And it says, if you can guess this animal, you get to buy a new gun. So get ready, folks. If you can guess this animal, get you get money, to buy man. a new gun. Oh, you need to send that to Alan B. Pro. <laughs> <laughs> I can do Definitely that. Definitely a giraffe. That's right, Smaggy. It's a cow. That's right. <laughs> okay, I sent it to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite a camel, but it's damn close. Okay, so... Real quick, I'm going to put something on a screen, but I'm going to give you a warning. If you are the least bit squeamish, please... Do not look at the next few pictures I'm going to put on the screen. That is your warning. All right. So this is from Chris Lang. And he says in the email, it says, wrap off, stitches out, 16 total. You ready? Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's nothing. Come on, really? Just a flesh wound. Oh, that's a freaking scratch. Move on. <laughs> on on my left hand, I got uh, my fingers on my left hand, three of them caught between a chain on a bike, uh, bike sprocket. Tore them things to pieces. Yeah, doctor had. It, man. He, he even sends a close up. It's a frick, exactly. CT designs and arms. <laughs> It's a paper cut. It's a freaking scratch. I had Whose five stainless steel stitches in that finger to pull that Chris nail bed back in place. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I said it was Chris Lang. I was just answering G Webb's question. Ah. All right. So let's see. Back in the chat. Let's see what I've missed here. Do you get all your feeling back when you when they sew it back together like that? 
I've only had like a thing that needed like maybe two stitches into one finger one time, but it wasn't. That, you know, it was just you, you, you'll have you'll have some weird feelings, mm. but you know you you you'll get the majority of it back, but you'll have some weird feelings for sure. So uh, CNT Designs and Arms says, nope, I will be there election day and I will deliver that vote to protect this republic in person. Yep. Uh, again, Tony Pacifist says, I vote in person, but these dang machines make me nervous. In 2020, it spit my ballot back and a woman told me to reinsert it. I'm convinced that it switched my vote. It was proven in Wyndham, New Hampshire. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. Smeggy says, vote early and vote often. LOL. <laughs> uh, let's see. Rob D said, they batched, botched my vote for no good reason, so a supervisor could have altered it. Uh, Tony says, one should always vote. It is such a simple thing, given the consequences of not doing so. Right. I agree. Uh, let's see. Uh... Rob said, they had everyone hit the green button before putting your vote in. I learned from the hearings that you only hit that button if there was a problem, so a supervisor can address it. Oh. They're like, oh, we see the problem. You voted Republican. Here, we'll fix that. Yeah. Okay, you're yeah. good to go. Uh, let's see. Paper, can I give him a Band-Aid? Still got all the fingers, Tony says. Uh, let's see. Pacifist says he's lucky I lost my left middle to a chop saw. Ozzy said I've had paper cuts worse than that. You can't oh. flip anybody the bird anymore. That's true. <laughs> well, you, uh, you can, you, you can, but it'll be a little bit funky. You got to get one of them. A little bit of a nub. Ones. Yeah. Tim said I could show some of my foot, but nah, it's pretty nasty. Uh, he said, it, "He says I'm good. I can tell it'll be a while before getting full use." Yeah. Okay, Nicole. Like a while. That looks like a trigger finger, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's an index, uh, left index. Uh, Nicole Chaffe is out there. Says hi, humans. Hello. Hello. In the tree. In the tree. P and W Woods is out there. Says we only have mail in here since two thousand five. It's weird. I would be upset about that, I think. Yeah, I would, mm. too. Yeah. Uh, Guntory Pacifist says, I can make it look like I'm picking my nose really deep. Wow. <laughs> oh, gee. I guess you could. Uh, but it's as... Something, it's, it's up in there, folks. Be careful. As somebody told me one time, just because you can doesn't mean you should. You ought to, yeah. <laughs> with a hot dog, you could play all kinds of fun jokes with a hot dog. That's night. true. Uh, Chris said, that's my rifle trigger finger. Mm. Uh, DM Fuss says, I once lost all 11 fingers in a blender accident. That's a shame. Mm. It's amazing you were able to type that. Are you typing with your toes or your nose? <laughs> of course, he's a mouse, so he's probably just running back and forth over the keyboard. Chris, no one ever told you to keep your finger off the burger trigger. You know, keep your burger yep. finger off the trigger. That's right. So, uh, while we've got a brief lull in the action, since Rob D's out here, let's do a little bit of shout out for him. Oh, 
here we go. And for promotion, <laughs> promotion. R&L displays. Yeah. R&L displays creates beautifully handcrafted wooden firearm display kits that give you endless options to display your firearms in different ways. With an interchangeable magazine design, you can effortlessly go from a wall mount firearm display to a desk or table stand. Also now available are pistol display stands. All products are handcrafted in New York, USA. So remember, visit rndldisplays.com. And Rob says that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, in all seriousness, uh, Rob D. up there in the great state of New York, he makes some very nice uh, rifle excuse pistols. Excuse you, excuse you. Can you rephrase that? It is not the great state of New York. Okay, in the state of New York. All right. Yeah, I have been in New York. It, yeah, it's a state. Let's put it down. It's not uh-huh. a great state. Please, just clarify. <laughs> okay. Now, let's see. Now, G-Web says, if they made it illegal for the paper to cut you, you'd be okay, Ozzy. That's true. Yeah. All you got to do is change the laws. Uh DM Fuss says, I bought an RNL display and all 11 of my fingers grew back. Wow. <laughs> Magic. Magic. Yeah, yeah, there are definitely, Scotsman's got a point as far as gun rights goes. There are far nicer states in New York to live in. <laughs> huh. uh, like, just about anywhere around here, but... Uh, or Ohio, I mean, where Scotsman lives. I, I mean, the times we're in, folks, just remember, and really really do your due diligence at looking at the people who are trying to get in the office. Because we not only are we in a very diabolical and very um, strange time, we, we are in a time that has never been seen in this nation before. That's right. And we have to do our due diligence. We have to step up and we have to do our part. Now, put it this way. After Tuesday, we either will have a country or we will not. Just remember, it's your country, people. Right. It's not their country, it's our country. Now, um, Chris Lang says, I'm sure New York City is the main problem. Uh, Rob says, the city, Buffalo, Rochester, and Albany. Yeah, much much like this state. You've got three or four big cities where half the people live in. That's where all the all the blue is. So the rest, you know, the other hundred or so counties in Kansas are all red. I think lots of states are that way. You could take all the blue votes, and if you took just a few cities out of the picture, there would be no problems. But the people in the city like to think they can govern the rest of us. Yeah. That's a monopoly. uh, Yeah. 
That's the way it is in a lot of places. Yep. You know, state of Maine, you go north of Augusta, the capital, it's red. You go south of Augusta, it turns blue. Ozzy says upstate New York is beautiful. Yeah, that I've been in upstate New York. It is pretty up there. See, the, the thing is this, man. It's not about being red or blue. The, the, the issue really comes down to people understanding what this country is. Yeah. And, and the, one of the biggest problems we have is that the government's going to tell you it's a democracy. They're going to tell you constantly and shove it down your throat that this is a democracy. We live in a democratic country. And they seem to forget, and they don't. They did this on purpose, and this is by purpose. And it is something they keep pushing constantly down your throat. Um, guys, this is a republic. We live in a republic. We have a democratic voting system. Nothing else is democratic about this nation. This nation is a republic. We stand for ourselves. We stand for everything that we want because we were given those rights. Those rights were given to us. They weren't handed down by some person. They were handed down by God. And they are our God-given fucking rights. And no man, have... no man nor no government can take those rights away from you. You, you yourselves have to stand and fight for them, and we are a republic. That is it, period. We are not a democracy. We are a republic. Very, very true. Now, Gun Tony Pacifist, he says, We live at the most privileged point in the history of humanity. I'm not sure why these people are trying to destroy it. They want to tell If you haven't them. earned it, you probably are easily susceptible to uh, feeling guilty about it and not appreciating I, it. I I hate to say this, but New York Outcast actually makes a valid comment. Holy crap! The misled majority seems to have control. Yep. Yep. He, he he's got it one hundred ten freaking percent. Now, Woods says cities ru- ruling over rural is as old as Romans. Yeah, and when Carter was running and everybody was saying the same kind of stuff. And when Clinton started running everything, everybody was saying the same kind of stuff. All right, so <clears throat> we have uh, 28 people. In the chat right now, I want to remind everybody, let me get to my banners here, that um, coming up later today, I don't know if G23 is still out there, if he could tell us whether Georgia Trapping and Fishing is planning on doing a live stream immediately following this show. Sometimes they do at 1 p.m. Central. I do believe Locked and Loaded Latinos is scheduled for 5 p.m. this afternoon, Central Time. Uh, foreign and domestic with the Scottish American at 6 p.m. 
And if Rich is well enough to do a show tonight, this week unloaded on the Unloaded Media Channel at 7.30 p.m. Central. Now, I know Rich didn't do a show last night on Wrestling Unloaded, so he may still be ill. But uh, if you... If you subscribe to my channel, I will put uh, links to other live streams as they come up today in my community tab. So, uh, the last I knew, my subscriber list was up to eighteen ninety nine. So, uh, real close to nineteen hundred. So, uh, thanks to everybody who has subscribed to me. If you're out there watching or listening, and you're not subscribed to my channel, I invite you to do so, so you can be part of this show every week. We'd love to have you. Uh, Just a little shameless plug for my channel. Uh, Back to the chat. If you'd all do us a favor and just go ahead and subscribe so we can hear, you know, we don't have to hear him bitching and whining and crying, but, you know, he's not at 2,000 yet. Yeah. That, That would be nice, too. I'm not going to whine and cry. I got what I got, and I'm glad that I have what I have. Nah, man, you, you, you're like the rest of us, dude. We, we, we are glad to have everyone we have. We are uh, beyond blessed to have the people we have and the followers we have. And, you know, it, it's good to be here and good to be a part of it. Oh, yeah. I feel privileged to be part of this. Uh, Gun Tony Pacifist says, I wish we could implement some type of electoral system within state elections. Each county should have an equal vote. Hmm. Every state would be red. Okay. Chris Lang says, and just like the Romans, the empire falls. Also true. Now, G-Webb says, but some states are more important than other states. These states closest to a square get the most votes. Panhandles get the least votes. Peninsulas lost their vote when they chose their peninsula. Interesting theory. (laughs) If you want to be an island so bad, be an island. Make a decision already. Or you could be like uh, Michigan and split yourself up into two different states, but yet call yourself one state. I'm not sure how that works. Oh, no one. We never get taught the history of the takeover of northern Wisconsin. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or why we have North Carolina and South Carolina. Why don't we just have Carolina? I don't get that. They just couldn't agree with each other, I guess. And that was before the Civil War, even, right? Like, yeah. You know, the Norths and Souths had anything to do with the Civil War. And then the Dakotas decided they'd fight it out, too. So well, they... I blame the Carolinas for that. They would have never even known that was a thing until the Carolinas, you know, started it all. That's absolutely true. All right. So we have an hour and 15 minutes to go in the early bird chat. It is 11.44 a.m. Central Standard Time right here in the good old central time zone. And uh, so if you would like to be part of this uh, panel, send me an email. Go ahead and send that to info at gizzardgary.com and I'll get you a link. And you can be part of this show too. We don't discriminate. Uh, So uh, 
Anyway, if you're out there, you got something you want to talk about, throw it in the chat. According to my system, like Kansas and Colorado and Wyoming, they'd get all the votes. So in like Iowa, I guess, if it exists, they would all get the votes. And then everybody would have to like fall all over themselves to cater to like Kansas and Iowa and stuff. It'd be all a whole different, whole different situation than we got now. I don't think any of the big states with big cities even isn't even near a square. Mm-mm. They'd just be taken out of the picture. So let's, let's welcome another panelist. Uh, we've got Guns and Barbecue who is joining us right now. Howdy. How's everybody doing? Pennsylvania counts as a rectangle. They get quite a few votes. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of kind of almost a rectangle. And we got like this weird triangle thing up in the top left. So Well, it would encourage states to just to, to, to what do you call it? Like divide off the areas that aren't square. Then we'd have 57 states we're looking for. That's true. Ozzy says 500 active subscribers is better than 2,000 fly-by-night subs. That's true. If I had all 1,900 of my subs in this show, could you imagine how popular it would be? I've never had 1,900 people in this show at one time. I think 50 is about as much as I've ever gotten. Anytime you get 1,900 people together is when they're scared or want to watch something. That's true. Now, Gun Tony Pacifist says Southern New Hampshire is like North Massachusetts. Uh, Devil Dog 17013 says in California, it pretty much breaks down to the coastal areas, mostly urban being blue, and the inland areas, mostly rural, being red. There's more area in the red zone, but more population in the blue zone. Let's see. Smeggy says, I still want at least 1,000 so I can be partner again. Yeah, that can be important. So anyway... uh, yeah, we still got some time in the show. Uh, Guns and Barbecue, uh, what's going on with you? You got big plans today, or? Must have stepped away from it. Oh, it, is it just really silent right now, or did my phone act up? You were muted there for a second. Oh, I wasn't saying anything, but then I was oh. like, man, it's super quiet. I just asked you a question. Either. Yeah. yeah, I just asked you what you were up to. You, what? Boy, I got him so mad he left. Well, I didn't intend oh. to do that, folks. He, was, he couldn't take the pressure of telling us what his day was, you know, had going on. It's like I was asking two personal questions. Yeah, so. he's a very private guy. He doesn't like talking yeah. to him. Like yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Smeggy says, I'll take 1,000 fly-by-night subs if anyone out there wants to sub me. Well, we could do this. We'll get you some subs. There's a link to uh, Smeggy42's uh, YouTube channel. Click on that 
and goes up to him. Let's get him back over a thousand. Let's get him over a thousand fly by night subs or not fly by night subs. How about that? Uh, Chris Lang says my top video has over 1500 views, but 14 comments. All the comments are from me and three others. Hmm. So in your, uh, in the descriptions, ask questions in the video itself, ask questions. You know, encourage people to list their top threes so comments can be generated. Yeah, they can. That's a very valid point. Uh, yeah, engage your viewing audience as much as possible. And uh, let's see, Ozzy says, I'm only 119 subscribers away from hitting 100. Uh, so you've gotten into the negative on the subs. Now that's a bad state for your channel to be in. You should avoid negative subscribers as much as possible. That's people who go out of their way not to watch anything on your channel. Yeah, having one negative subscriber is like having is like not having two subscribers. Yeah, that's bad. We need to reverse that for Ozzy. Definitely need to. Now, the good news is all you got to do is do the exact opposite, and then you'll get subscribers. That's true. Uh, PNW Wood says ranked choice voting. Not real sure what that means. Um, Chris Lang says I'm learning. TMS says it's too bad YouTube search options suck. Half the time I can't find the channels I was to sub to. Yeah, their algorithms and the way they present stuff on the uh, on the home screen and the subscription screen is kind of funky. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine how many new accounts they get every day. But um, last I heard, and this was old news already, but a mil- they delete a million subs a day for spam and stuff. And days worth of videos go up every hour or whatever so it's it's the largest platform on the planet oh yeah some amount of glitchiness and whatever so let's see smeggy says a negative sub means when someone clicks on your video it closes their app wow that could be bad Let's see. Gun Tony Pacifist says, just gave you two subs, Maggie. All right. And Devil Dog's in there and gave him a sub. That's that's a spirit. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, support the people who come on these shows and uh, who get involved and stuff like that. Uh, I definitely like promoting other people's channels and... uh, I'm not saying to do a sub for sub. I know YouTube doesn't like that, and I'm not encouraging that, but I'm saying when you choose who to subscribe to, subscribe to the people who help to who get involved in the content, who are involved in the conversation, because the more and more of us out there that you can subscribe to and encourage, the louder the voice will be. So... Definitely spread the wealth and uh, hear more of the content that you want to hear. And uh, I'll do the encouragement that uh, G-Webs used to do to me. 
Uh, you've got a voice. Maybe you've got a camera on your computer. Uh, turn on the mic. Turn on the camera. Record a video. Put it on YouTube. Uh, tell us what's on your mind. Show us what you want to show us. Uh, you don't have to be anything special to be a creator out here on YouTube. You just have to have an account. If you're out there in the chat, you have a YouTube account. You can put a video on YouTube and let us know you have content out there so we can, uh, so we can uh, take in your content, subscribe to your channels, and we can make our voices louder if you get involved. So I'll encourage you, as they encouraged me, become a creator. If you've got any kind of ambition to do that whatsoever. Uh, when I started out in this, I was purely a consumer. I just watched and listened to YouTube videos. And I was encouraged to put some of my own stuff on there. And look what happened to me over five years. And I'm not a big channel by any means, but I've got a voice. Uh, you can do this too. You can, you can speak your mind. You don't have to be, you don't have to have a great voice. I certainly don't have a great voice. I certainly don't have a face for this, but I have a desire to spread the word, to bring people together, to make my voice known. And I encourage all of you to do the same. So there. Now I'm going to step off my soapbox for now. I'd say uh, in addition to that, it's not like you, you personally, but I don't think you, the person who's, you know, the, gen, the person in general who we're talking to, one doesn't need uh, to have a position that they're trying to, um, what's the word, like champion or push out, put out there. You know, you can be part of the conversation by being part of the conversation. You don't have to have, a position or a new position or a better way of saying it or anything. You can just be part of it. It's often, you know, it's often uh, necessary for the conversation. Really, any conversation has to have mul multiple people in it. Right? So I, I want to say, don't be, don't wait for the perfect microphone. Don't wait for the um, necessarily even inspiration. And also you don't have to necessarily wait to have something to add because being, Part of it is something to add. I mean, I can't even count how many times people jumped in without any intention to participate, and then they just found that it was their thing to participate, and they enjoyed it. Well, it's much like me. Five years ago when I came into this uh, community, there were other people that did routine live streams and stuff like that. I enjoyed their content, and... You'll always find some that, by the way, for one reason or another, stop doing it and other people will come up and take their place. So I think there is always room for new voices out there, for new content. So I would like to, and I know you envisioned at one time where you could go on YouTube in any given night and there would be so much content that you would have to choose what you're going to watch out there because there's always something on. And, uh, I oh, think it's like that already, right? I think, it's yeah, like but I think a lot of us could be out there and be part of that too. Uh, 
you know, jump on other people's shows if you're invited. Be part of the conversation. We got lots of conversations going on out here. So uh, everybody has a voice. Now, back to the chat. Rob D says, I like subs, Italian roast beef, and more. I think you might have missed what we were talking about there. Or you might be being a little bit silly. Uh, Chris Lang says, when YouTube asks if I would like to change my handle, what does that mean? That's something new they've come up with, YouTube handles, where people can basically name their channel with an at sign. It's kind of like the custom URL, except it's available to almost everybody now. <clears throat> so uh, they're starting to roll that out for different channels. Smakey so back says, in, the, back in the day, you, the well, for either technical reasons, the, the scale, how big YouTube was and technology, how difficult it was or how easy it was, and then probably just to encourage people to participate in different ways, like as giving people different carrots they your when you would sign into youtube with a new account your account name would be youtube slash a bunch of just like nothing just letters and characters really long like 17 or 18 characters that had no rhyme or reason right. and then once you became a youtube partner or whatever at some point they've changed the name of it but once you became like large enough that YouTube was going to see that you were going to be around for a while and that you were doing stuff on a regular basis, they would incentivize you to keep using YouTube instead of going to Facebook or something else, right? So one of the ways they can incentivize activity on the platform without really paying anybody anything was to give you that, um, what'd you call it? A, uh, a unique URL, but... Uh, custom URL. Yeah, custom URL. And it could be like, you know, YouTube slash Gizzard Gary, right? Like if you right. just go YouTube slash Gizzard Gary, you get right to Gizzard's channel. So what they're doing now because of either competition with other platforms or just the technology barrier may have moved or something, they're allowing channels without any threshold, right? Just any channel who wants it can have a, uh, a custom uh, place on YouTube or at least a much easier thing to link to. It just looks nicer and it's way easier to remember. And it, if you're typing it, it doesn't look like robot speak. It looks a lot easier, like more like English. So it's, I just wanted to ex expand on what Gizzard just said there. Basically the same thing, just longer. Right. <clears throat> Smeggy says, I think when people see big hits to their numbers, they think YouTube is out to get them. Most of the time, it's just purging bots. That's true. Usually in Jan July to like when the kids are out of school, yes, this time of year, they're usually not working on the system now, but, but I guess you can never tell. Right now, it's probably election stuff, like the election stuff. They're paying big money for election ads. So YouTube has probably got all hands on deck, making sure nobody's messing with it because the people that are going to come mess with the ads, like try to pull scams on the ads are going to do it now when the ads are the most money. So right now they might you might see some yanking around if if doing whatever they're doing now they discover some account that has fifty thousand sub accounts that are all fake they might pull that off the table and if for some reason twenty of them were connected to you click you know all of a sudden they're gone. So uh, CNT Designs and Arms says just don't sub me unless you like smoking, drinking, and adult language. Well, some people might. 
Uh, Ozzy says, I like Philly cheesesteak subs. Me too. Um, let's see. Gun Tony Pacifist says, even if you shoot at a busy public range, turn your phone sideways, record yourself, and then do a voiceover description with your laptop mic. Uh, Smeggy says, I like subbing people I interact with, even if they don't post, because if they ever start, I will be one of the first to know. Now, 223DMR says, Rob has a great voice. He should be a country singer. Boy, I can see that. Rob singing country music. <laughs> uh, Two Life Moose says, This chat is as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. And uh, Gun Toting Pacifist says, Sweet as strawberry wine. Wow. Thank you. Two Life Moose says, Warm as a glass of brandy. Smeggy says, jumping into someone else's live stream is a gateway drug to making your own content. That's true. Uh, let's see. Now, Rob says, YouTube is cool, but don't forget to live life, people. Speaking to people in person is priceless. That's true. Yeah, I saw a YouTube video. 80% of the people you meet in real life are robots. Just oh, you know, is that right? Oh, yeah. That's scary. Wow. But they're uh, by Facebook just to get you to use Facebook. That's true. They just they said they have they have millions of robots out there that look like regular people, but what they if you listen carefully, they're all they're doing is saying, Oh yeah, I was on Facebook. You should go on Facebook. Facebook is so awesome, you should go on Facebook. Now here's one I'm pretty sure is not a robot. It's the gun snob, and he says, Well, well, well. I've met the gun snob, and if he's a robot, he's a fairly good-sized robot. Let's put it that way. Oh, not a lot of battery. Yeah, you'd have to have a lot of batteries to run that one. Uh, gun Tony Pacifist says, I got into YouTube when I saw one of Snob's videos. I said to myself, I can make a video as bad as that. <laughs> Uh, Smakey says, use code SUB for 200% off at RNL Displays. 200% off? That's practically giving them away. That's like giving you two when you buy, don't even buy one. I know. So, uh, Two Life Moose sent us a picture that is an RNL Displays promo. Let's take a look. It's not just an RNL Displays promo. Look at that. It's also a Gizzard Gary promo and an Allen Anchor promo. Wow. He's got all the bases covered there. Very nice. Look at that. He's got the coveted official Patreon supporter sticker, which is kind of extinct since I'm no longer on Patreon. <laughs> but yes, my Patreon supporters did get those last year. That's a nice looking display from rndldisplays.com. So uh, the gun snub says, believe it or not, people are more annoying in person than on the internet. Or it's just the fact you can't just close the tab on the interwebs. That's true. Uh, 223DMR says, snob would be the robot on that Buck Rogers TV show. Wow. Wiggy, wiggy, wiggy. <laughs> uh, Rob says it's actually 200% plus 185% code. Oh, wow. 
So, uh, let's see. Pacifist says, is that your duck gun, Rob? Let's see. Tim S. says, well, got to go. Have a blessed day, y'all. Thank you for the drawing, Gizzard Gary. You are welcome. Congratulations. Uh, Two Life Moose says, that is chambered in 350. Legend. Nice. Uh, anyway, Gunsnob, you have a link if you'd like to jump in here and bless us with your uh, wisdom and wit. <clears throat> I know you're probably just getting up, seeing as it's noon. It's actually 12.05 p.m. Central Time. We are in hour number four of the early bird chat, and uh, we're down to just two panelists here, myself and G-Webs. And I guess we will give you whatever wisdom we can come up with for the next few minutes or so. Uh, Truthfinder UK is out there. How do I join StreamYard? Um, go to StreamYard.com, I reckon. Uh, the gun snob says, I had to work cattle this morning, and now I'm catching up on Amazon Vine reviews. And I know those won't wait until later in the day. You have to do that right now. Um, so Mike White says, I'm back from cutting my grass. If anyone has commented to me. Uh, hopefully we don't have to cut any grass around here. Of course, I live in an apartment, so I don't cut grass. I just pay somebody to cut the grass for me, which is the way to go. Uh, as far as what I've got to do around here, it's called uh, laundry. I need to do my laundry and uh, watch football game later, maybe. And then check out, of course, check out all the other fine live streams that are coming on today. I feel <clears> like <throat> if Snob would have had his cattle do his Amazon reviews, then he would have saved a lot of time. You would think that he could teach them how to do that. Hey, I hate to leave you hanging here, but I got to jump out. You got to jump out too. All right. Well, thanks for being here, G Whips. Appreciate it as always. Yeah, thanks for hosting. Thanks for the link. Have a good week. You bet. See you, everybody. Uh, see ya. I'll try to keep us going here as long as I can. Uh, Mike White says I'm kind of getting old for it. Yeah, I hear you there. I hated it so much. I sold the house and, uh, Moved into an apartment so I wouldn't have to cut grass. That might not be the only reason I did it. But uh, G-Web says, have a good week. Thank you. You have a good week also. The gun snob says, the cows might do a better job writing than I do. Uh, Jason Stewart says, solo chicken. Yeah, I'm so low. Well, <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, there's other people who could go there. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? We've got 27 people out there and a lone panelist. And I'm not sure I can entertain you for 52 minutes by myself. Uh, Devil Dog 17013, he says, I couldn't remember the name of the Buck Rogers robot, so I had to look it up. It was Tweaky. Interesting. Uh, Chris Lang says, Mike White, get Shorty a pet goat and it will mow the yard for you. 
I always wanted to have a goat when I lived in the city. I just didn't know what the neighbors would think about that. Uh, Pacifist says, I love condo living. I'm watching a crew clean up all the leaves. Yeah, isn't that great? Let somebody else do the work. Uh, so anyway, tell us what's going on out there. What you got planned for the rest of the day, if you haven't already told us. I know uh, it's Sunday. Some of the people are going to be out there watching a sports ball today. Uh, I'll be doing that this evening. Um, CNT Designs and Arms says, you got this, Gizzard Gary. Even alone you can keep us entertained. Now dance, monkey. Wow, you don't want me to dance. <laughs> Uh, that would just make everybody leave. Uh, that'd be about like uh, having Snob coming on here and singing for us. I'm sure that'll get me a that'll get me a hateful comment here in a second. I'm waiting for it. So uh, uh, Bjorn's out there and says hello again. You still on? Uh, yeah, I ran everybody else off the panel. It's just me. Um. But yeah, I'm still here for a while anyway. Uh, Snob says, if I can find my AirPods, I'll jump in. Stand by. He is going to come in here and sing for us. How about that? Uh, 223DMR says, I am painting a headboard and a footboard. LOL. Exciting. Hey, that's getting stuff done. Uh, Mike White says, I'll be catching up on my YouTube videos for the rest of the day. <clears throat> it's also a good thing to be doing. I know usually as soon as this is over, I go ahead and I uh, upload the audio content and get my podcast together. For those of you who aren't aware, yes, I do produce this as an audio podcast on most uh, on most of the popular podcasting platforms out there, so... Let's see, Gun Tony Pacifist put a link to a YouTube channel called The Right to Arm Bears 2022, which he says is a link to a new YouTuber at my club. He draws all his thumbnails. Hmm. Now, as advertised, here is the gun snob. Yo. What's up, snobby? You sound so excited to be here. I know we're all excited to have you. Mm-hmm. How do my AirPods sound today? Are they fine again? Or... Not too bad. Not too bad. I don't know why they're screwed up tonight. <clears throat> and uh, Smeggy and Roy are also back. So... Oh, I might have to jump out like super randomly. So uh-huh. stay in and keep them company. But yeah, I, I was mad that I didn't win the drawing, so I left. But I decided <laughs> I'm not mad anymore. So Jason's out there. He says, I miss Snob. Well, hopefully. You still see me Saturday? Well, hey, hey, Jason, let's go to the range, get you sighted in. Correctly, and that won't happen again. 
<clears throat> yeah, practice. You got to get practice in. Yeah, squeeze. <laughs> Don't pull. Squeeze. Breathe out, hold your breath, you know, all the good stuff. Yeah, don't get nervous about it because it's a pretty easy target to acquire. Uh, let's see. Now, Chris Lang says, all I have to do is to download StreamYard and can join the panel. Can I do it all with the phone? If you do it, you don't have to download StreamYard. It's just a website. Yeah, but it's an so, iPhone. You just have to use uh, Safari on it. Right. So all you need is a link. So if you want if you want to send me an email, I can uh, reply back to you with a link if you want to jump in on here. And uh, you'll have to, when it comes up on your browser and it says to enable the microphone, you'll need to do that usually. But uh, let's see. Mike White says, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always under. on the phone. Sorry. Sorry, I cut you off, Gary. But yeah, I was just letting them know. Like I'm always on my phone; it works fine. So Mike White says I'm sub to 150 channels, so that keeps me quite busy. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> uh, Rob says I'm still here, just loading the truck and multitasking. And Jason says so. Snob's going to be in Tulsa. Well, I certainly oh, hope so. Well, he may have thought because I said once I was going to not go and go to USCCA, but I decided I'm not. Well, good. Because I got to. Mainly because we have a football game that Friday night and all that. So, yeah, I'm not. I've got to pack some stuff up to bring to you anyway. So. I got to pack barbecue thing up to bring to you. Yeah. Is, make it. is Tulsa next weekend? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd like to go one of these times. I'm not going to make it this time. but There's an airport there. You can just fly right to it. Yeah, somebody will pick you up. I mean, we pick Night Strike up, so we'll pick you up. Oh, <laughs> your standards are way low. <laughs> <laughs> if we would have been there, then we would have left Night Strike at the airport. I did not personally pick him up. I know who did. He's a good dude. I like giving him stuff, but he's a good dude. Yeah, he's all right. I used to think so. I was working down near him one time, and I was able to – I was there for four months, but I was able to get a day off and drove over. I think it was like a couple-hour drive away, but that's not too bad. Drove over, hung out with him for a day. Okay, so Jason says flip flopper. Yeah, Snob has been known to change his mind a time or two. So, what's the weather like down there, Snob? Did you get snow yesterday? No, I didn't get snow. Well, Wichita yeah. got snow. Thank you, it's beautiful. <clears throat> well, it's a. Yeah, I went to Walmart yesterday. I went to Walmart yesterday and I did not see you there. Yeah, I just didn't never go to Walmart. Usually we do an online grocery pickup, but we didn't do it. So Susan's like, we have to go get groceries. And I was really just starving and I really just wanted to go get something to eat. I ran up from their house. I was like, oh, I'll just ride with you and go get something to eat. But I didn't get to guard the car. That's when I usually 
So two or three hundred dollars later, you were done, or three hundred eight dollars later. Jeez, they got kids. They eat a lot. To make them kids work for the supper, man. I know. I'm just going to quit working. I hear that's the way to get your groceries cheaper. It's working for a living. Let me know if that works out for you. Thinking about it. Let's see. Rob says it's nice out in my area. It's 70-ish. It's not supposed to get that warm here today. It's probably 70 here. I don't know what it is, but it feels great. It is 60 here right now. And uh, 63. I'm shorts and a t-shirt right now. 63 is supposed to be the high. Well, look who's out there. Rich White's out there in the chat. Howdy, folks. I just woke up. My sleep is trashed right now. It's a beautiful 67 degrees and sunny here. Rich says my wife turned the AC on here. Uh, 223DMR says 69 here in Missouri by Waynesville. Wood says 45 and raining. Go PNW. Now, Jason says, I'll be bringing my Kimber Bel Air. Maybe I can trade it for a Winchester 94. I already have both of those, but I'll take the Winchester 94 off your hands if you want to bring one of those. There you go. Yeah, you do have a Kimber Bel Air. Well, your family does. Let's put it that way. It's in my safe. She's not carrying it? Heck no. She carries a shield still. Uh, pacifist is 75 in southern New Hampshire, so all the warm weather went up there. I see. Uh, Mike White says the weather here is a low of 48 and a high of 78 with rain expected at the beginning of the week, so that means it won't rain. Currently 73. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's why I'm jealous of all the bow hunters out there because they get the warm weather. And then when opening day for rifle kicks in on November 15th, it's always freezing rain or snow and miserable. So I don't know what kind of, uh, what kind of crowd we're going to have next week. We'll see. So what iPad do you have, Gary? Do what? What iPad did you have? It's an iPad Pro, second generation, I think. Oh, did you try it with the sidecar yet? I haven't tried it yet, but it worked on my old one, so it should work now. Not that I'm sitting here looking at the fifth generation iPad here. Oh, that's right. You do need a new iPad you, that you absolutely weren't going to buy. Yeah. Uh, Rich says, later this week, they're calling for lows in the 20s. Wow. Uh, Wood says, Roy, he's the best. Yeah, everybody loves Roy. Uh, Let's see. Jason says, I'm looking for some southern hospitality, too. How far past Oklahoma do you have to go to find that? Long ways. And Clovertax says, pretty sure we got more coming to Tulsa than we have passes at this point. Might have to share the passes. We've done that before. Rob says, Snob still needs to buy me a Bel Air. Uh-oh, you better get on that. 
So it sounds like at least for for us content creators, we'll have a pretty good representation there. Ozzy says, Snob, tell her to start carrying that, Kimber, or I will come and repossess that holster. LOL. Well, Snob could carry it. Mm-hmm. Be kind of like a second or third barbecue gun for you. I'll give you $50 for it. Mm-hmm. She's carried it some. So, so what's up with the Bel Air? Is it like signed by Will Smith or something? Like, what makes it so cool? It should be. It should be. It's not the Fresh Prince. It's just a Bel Air. It's just pretty. That's all. Just pretty. Two two three DMR says, "I would like a Chevy Bel Air. I don't think it's exactly the same thing." Same colors. That's true. Uh, you don't get a nice holster for a Chevy Bel Air like you can for this one. No, you don't. That'd take an awful lot of leather, though. Mm-hmm. Ozzy's going to really have to work on that one. Yeah. A lot of That'll stitching. That'll take him a while to sew. Better yeah. get a before he starts that. Now, Rich White says, I got my first email notification for the 2023 Great American Outdoor Show. Anyone wanting to go as media needs to monitor their webpage for when registration opens. Ozzy says pass on the holster. I believe that's what pass means in this case anyway. Is Moo still out there? Because he might need to go hide because he'll need more leather. (laughs) Yeah, you might keep an eye I've seen Moo. You could probably get enough leather off Moo to make it happen. (laughs) Help you out there. Let's see. And uh, Rob says, and Rich owes me a lazy boy with a toilet. That's true. Up, oh, Moo is out there. Yeah, I'm waiting on his comment back. <laughs> He'll be putting a quarter in the swear jar after this. 223DMR says, I have a great holster for a Chevy Bel Air. It's called My Garage. I don't know if that qualifies as a holster. You got a leather garage? That's cool. That's interesting. I've never heard of that. It could be a kayak garage. I mean, a classic. You don't want to keep a classic in kayaks. Classics go under that. Classics go under that. Yeah. Better have some good retention. That's for sure. Rich says, Rob, you owe us all toilet-powered cars. That's true. Don't know if that'll ever happen. <laughs> Mood is next to me. Um, yeah. I'm not sure I'm not sure what his text meant, but it says I will kick your haircut. <laughs> not sure. Uh, Chris Lang says, Well, says that we will have a high of eighty six today. That really means ninety. No, I got my curtains all open today, letting the sunshine in because it's supposed to just be in the 60s. So, yeah, it'll be just about right in here. I like days like today. I'm trying to decide what I want for lunch, but pizza's sounding awful good right about now. Thank you, Claire Morning. She was going to bring home pizza. 
either Pizza Hut or Casey's. Either way, I'm probably going to have to go get it unless I want to pay out the yin yang. Pizza Hut will deliver, but that's awfully expensive. You end up spending over $40 for a $20 pizza or pretty close to 40 by the time you pay the delivery fee and the tip. Just use like DoorDash or something. If you have one of those, <laughs> you can get pizza places on it. Uh, no such thing as DoorDash in rural Kansas. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah. I live out in the middle of nowhere. I've been in the city too long. I'm sorry. I just assume everyone has Uber and DoorDash and Instacart and all that good stuff. I'm sure for the right amount of money, some DoorDash would deliver to me, but, you know. Yeah, the delivery fee. <laughs> it's the Amish dude saving on gas uh, mileage. <laughs> I mean, I'm 30. Uh, well, I'm, I guess I'm only 20 miles from the closest pizza. Hut. I forgot that. Now, Ozzy says, Kimber Bel Air is too pretty for Kydex. Exactly. Uh, 223DMR said, I had leftover lasagna last night for lunch. I have a roast in the oven for supper. Hmm. Now, Chris Lang says, pizza is always good. Red Baron later today. Yeah. If I have to leave the house, I'm going to have somebody else cook me a pizza. Two Life Moose says stall dash. That's what you're going to get, Snob. Uh, Rob says, I've been hearing nothing but complaints about DoorDash and other services. I don't know. My daughter uses DoorDash sometimes. Always late or never show up. Boy, them people in New Yorker. That must be a horrible place to live. You buy food and they don't bring it. And you can't have guns. And... Wow. And I've only says, had problems. We we use it. Oh, I don't want to say pretty regularly, but use it at least once a week. And we've only had a couple problems. We did have a pizza taken from us on Christmas Day. Our neighbor took our pizza. Wow. Oh, <laughs> like did my neighbor pizza for Christmas. Yeah, I know. Like, the thing popped up, right? And it's like, oh, your thing's delivered. So I'm like, okay, cool. Because I just have them leave it at the door. Like, if they ring the doorbell, the dog goes crazy. So we're just like, just leave it. Don't knock or nothing. I'll get it. Because they have to, like, pop. So I go, your stuff's here. I'm like, cool. I grab it. And it wasn't there. And I called the person. I'm like, hey, where'd you leave my pizza? And, like, I handed it to the guy out front. And I'm like, well, I don't live with a guy out front. Who the hell did you hand my pizza to? <laughs> so literally just some dude on the street. And it's like, yeah, the house second from the corner. I'm like, okay, we're fourth from the corner. So you handed it to my neighbor. So but, did he end up bringing you another pizza? I Yeah, I got refunded for that one. I had, I had to buy another one. So someone else brought it. <laughs> but I guess I don't feel too bad because that same house got like busted for drugs a little bit ago. I remember I looked out the window. There was like eight cop cars one time and uh, they were bringing out all these duffel bags and like putting stuff on the hoods of the car, taking pictures. They brought out like eight or nine duffel bags worth of stuff. So I hope he enjoyed his pizza. Yeah. So Rich talking to pacifist says still feeling like crap, but slowly getting better. Well, I'm glad to hear you're getting better. Jason Stewart says, I can't believe there's no bacon talk. Well, we could start some. 
Uh, Two Life Moose says making bacon wrapped jalapenos on the smoker. Rob D says it seems like you paid double whenever you use a delivery service anyway. Uh, not quite, but it's up there. I've never lived anywhere where that was an option. So. Sometimes you just don't feel like going to get this stuff. And if it's Speaking worth it pizza, to you to have it delivered, yes. That's my yeah, you just get it. I mean, if you're going to use it, you pay the monthly thing. That's, I don't know, whatever, five bucks. And then delivery's free. So pretty much if you're going to order more than a couple times a month, you might as well just sign up for the thing. I use the Uber one because they have Uber Eats, but then the same membership also like gives you perks on regular Uber when you don't feel like driving. So 223DMR says, I actually have bacon wrapped around my roast. Rich says the only time I've used it was when we were staying at a hotel that had free delivery through DoorDash. Rob says, get off your butt and get it yourself. Uh, No. No. Tell me what to do. I makes the money, I spends the money. How about that, Rob? Uh, Two Life Moose says, I use shipped and tip 20%. You tip 20%? Damn, I need to deliver to you. Maybe that's what I need to do in my retirement is to take move food. I can make money fast. Heck yeah, because he has daughters show up in the middle of the night and want food. And I could make it mint just in one night. Plus, maybe I'd get some ammo off of him, too. Never know. But I'd have to drive an awful long ways to get to Moo. Not sure it'd be worth it. You know, I'm pretty sure me and my friends invented DoorDash. And, like, you know, we just didn't know that's what it was called. There was one time we were all sitting around at the bonfire, and we'd all been drinking quite a bit and decided we wanted Taco Bell. But nobody could go drive to get Taco Bell. So my buddy called him up and was like, yeah, I'd like to place a delivery order. And obviously talk about dudes like we don't deliver. And he's like, can you just call somebody and like, you know, call your friend and have the him bring it to me. We'll tip you like a bunch. We have cash. And no one ever did. So we ended up not eating Taco Bell. But it's like we literally just invented DoorDash of just having somebody going to a store that doesn't have delivery drivers pick up food for you and bring it to you. We should have followed through, but... Should have. You'd be rich now. I mean, this was like early 2000s, right? So it's like we didn't even have smartphones. It was like flip phones and all that stuff. We were just too early. We invented it, but we were too early. So Jason says, uh, my bitches bring me my meals. Sadly, I'm not fed well. (laughs) Maybe quit calling them bitches and they'll get you good food. <laughs> that might be your problem right there. <laughs> that I might be. Disre- disrespecting the people in charge of your food is never a good option. It's like why you don't yell at the waitress or the bartender because you're not going to like the food you get. That's why Snob cooks his own meals. Isn't that right, Snobby? He's not going to talk to us. Yeah, he said be right back. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Rob D says, that's why Americans are out of shape. They all feel entitled and deserve to be lazy. I deserve to be whatever my money will afford to buy me. If I don't feel like going out of the house that day, then that's my prerogative. Call me lazy if you want to. I yeah. could. I could literally walk to Pizza Hut. It's like two blocks from here. But I'm not going to walk through the neighborhood carrying a box with pizza in it two blocks. <laughs> not that anybody would take it, but it just looks a little silly. Uh, oh, that sometimes. I, we have a pizza place that's literally like across the street. Like we can see it out the front window. Yeah. I'll, I'll walk and go grab that. But uh, the other thing is like, I don't understand where his comment is about like being lazy or out of shape. It's not like you get a lot of exercise walking to your car, driving to the store, and walking five steps into the store. Or in the case of Pizza Hut, literally driving through the drive-thru and picking up your pizza. Right. I don't ever go in the place. So, yeah. I'm gonna get... the, last, the last person who used takeout food to lose weight by walking there and back was that Jared guy. I don't think we want to be like him. No, we don't. I ate Subway every day and walked 10 miles. Yeah, but you're a bad guy. Uh, Rich White says, only DoorDash or Uber we have here is Walmart's delivery service. They use Uber, if I remember right. Other than that, no service here. Now, Gun Tony Pacifist, he says, Jason, that's a very disrespectful way to talk about them hosts. <laughs> wow. Just keep digging the hole. Yep, digging the hole. Uh, Chris Lang says, I'm afraid delivery drivers will snack on stuff on their way. They might eat some of the pepperonis off your pizza, that's for sure. Rich White says, I've never seen a Pizza Hut with a drive through Really? What? Yeah, I have. You need to get out more. I guess in West Virginia, they don't have much. Rob D says real pizza places don't have a drive-through. Hmm. Abby says I'm back, and Pacifist says I lost about 180 pounds a couple of years ago. I got divorced. Yeah, but that weight loss program was rather expensive. Uh, Moose says cheaper to keep her. Yeah, that's true. So, Moo, did you end up getting your tattoo yet? I haven't heard the end of that story. I know there was tattoo talk yesterday, last night. Uh, Ozzy says, Snob knows all about digging holes, LOL. Uh, Pacifist says it was worth it. And Bjorn says, I'm back. You should walk to Pizza Hut. Uh, Rich says, been to plenty of Pizza Huts in PA, Maryland, West Virginia, and other eastern states. None had a drive through Must be a Midwest thing. Well, after I mean, all, I can confirm in Michigan they have them, so that's Midwest. After all, Pizza Hut was born in Wichita, Kansas, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Abby said bought a Mossberg 500, and I do believe we have a picture. So let's take a look. Let's see. Let's put her comment on the screen, and then 
We'll put a picture on the screen and we'll be complete here. There it is. Nice. And some ammo. 20 gauge. Cool. All right. Pacifist says, all you can eat Pizza Hut is great. Abby says, so now I have a shotgun. Yes, you do. We talked you into it. Cool. Very cool. I hope you enjoy it. Hope you get a chance to shoot it here soon. 223DMR said, we had Pizza Huts in Georgia that had drive throughs uh, Moose says, no tramp stamp, Gizzard Gary. Ozzy says, our Pizza Hut has a drive as a drive-up. Uh, Bjorn said, I walked a lot when I was overseas. Mike White says, that's a great gun for the money. Abby said, also, three boxes of number five shot. You are good to go, then. How much do I need to pay pal Mood to get him to get a trip now? We were offering to contribute for that last night. I'm not sure what our share is. Moo, let us know. Uh, we can we can PayPal that to you real quick, but I want to see the tramp stamp. Uh, Rob says, I've known people that walk nine miles daily just to get to work. Two blocks should be nothing for the average person. Why waste the gas? Uh, yeah, and I've heard grandparents who walked nine miles to school uphill in snowstorms and everything else, too. Uh, why waste the gas? No, because I want to. Uh, Abby says, I think ours has a drive through Pacifist says, movie theaters here have had many Pizza Hut pizzas. Moose says, Gary was drunk when? I was certainly not drunk. Thank you very much. Uh, Warsaw says, feel free to send me a link. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, so back to the chat. We got twenty minutes to go, everybody. Uh, Warsaw says being drunk is not fun afterwards. It's called a hangover. Moose says, oh, "Okay, that was me." Yeah, you might have been. Uh, Mike White says, I work 25 miles from home, so that's a bit far to walk. Yeah, that is a bit far. Nine miles is a bit far as far as I'm concerned. I could practically be at work. It's about 11 miles from here to work for me. so. But I'm only doing that for another six weeks, and then I'm done. So I don't think I'm going to kill myself walking there. Oh, so you you got senioritis, huh? You're like, yeah, whatever. I do. I do. 22 working you days. You want to meeting? Let's do January 3rd. I'll see you there. Like, just postpone everything. Now, Moose says, I work 17 steps from work. From home, you mean? You still hung over from last night? <clears throat> Rob says, to each their own, but your body and mind are the best investments you can make. 
<clears throat> and uh, Abby says, came with a full modified and improved cylinder choke. Nice. All right, we are joined by Warsaw the American Patriot. What up? What's up? New name. It's just temporary. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Uh, we appreciate America here, uh, always. Well, do you think I'm Polish, like a Polish citizen? So it's like, you know, <laughs> correction here, I'm American. Oh, we know. We know. Let's see. 223DMR says, Rob, I've been exercising and walking a lot, if that makes you feel better. <clears throat> Devil Dog says, taking into account that the average person only walks about three miles per hour, it probably wouldn't be wise to walk too far to work, especially if you have to carry anything into work with you. That's true. Oh, we used to do that old in the old days. <laughs> Yeah, I would have to get up at like, uh, God, I don't know, three or four in the morning in order to get to work walking. And then I wouldn't get home until like eight or nine o'clock at night. Ain't happening. Hey, Ollie, I bet you had to get some coffee to keep you awake. <laughs> oh, I'd have to have more than that. I'd have to make two or three stops along the way, and that's kind of hard to do when you're walking, so... Now, if I could walk straight to work, it would only be about uh, about four, four and a half miles. But unfortunately, I'd have to walk across a lake. <laughs> so I kind of have to drive around the lake to get to work. So, so in the winter, you'd be fine. If it got that cold. <laughs> yeah, just ice road trucker it. Yeah. You got to be really warm to want to go out in a blazing, freezing cold. <laughs> Then the problem is you're also trespassing. <laughs> uh, Mike White said that would be an eight-hour walk for me. Wow. You know, here's the thing, Gary. You know, it would be kind of more concerning than being late to work. What's that? Getting frostbite on your toes or fingers. Oh, yeah. That doesn't sound like fun at all. I mean, I think your boss would probably be more giving you mercy for being frostbite than being late. <laughs> So, Devil Dog 17013 says the farthest I've walked to work was about six or seven miles. Anything more than a two hour walk was car or bus time. Ooh. Right now, I'm having some hot cider. Keep me warm. Rich White says I used to walk one and a half to two miles to work every day when I worked at Greyhound. Huh. Some days I'd be walking, one of the drivers would stop and give me a ride the rest of the way to the terminal. Wow. Now, 223DMR says, if this country keeps going in the direction it's going, it will pay to be in shape. Uh, Rob says, I've been unfit and fit and... Cass says everything is easier fit. I'm sure that's true. And can say, right? What's that? It's probably and can say everything is easier fit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was having trouble interpreting that. Thank You're you. like, who the hell's Cass, and why do I care about his opinion? <laughs> uh, Pacifist says, I work 19 miles away. I usually drive 200 miles in my work truck per day. 
Well, if you got a work truck, then yeah, somebody else is buying the gas. Speaking of that, did you hear we're possibly going to be facing a diesel sorted soon? I have heard that. I don't know. I don't know how true it is. If so, that's a bad that's a bad deal. Yep. Well, hell, even the rural is going to be affected then too. Oh yeah. Everything will go up. I'm already getting prices going up. Actually, last time I paid my gas bill on my car, it was $62. Wow. Yeah, it was on a full tank gas. I usually don't get mine much below half. So usually about seven or eight gallons will fill me up. But that's still... I was about to say 60 bucks is a half tank for me. <clears throat> But still, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. If you think that's pricey, wait till you get the uh, $10 tax. Depending on which state you're in. 223 DMR says our local gas station is having problems with getting diesel. Hmm. That's not good. I haven't heard about it here, but I'm sure if it's going to be a problem, it'll be everywhere eventually. I sure hope that's not right. Guns and Barbecue is back. Yeah, sorry about laughing like that earlier, Gizzard. I got a phone call, and it was not the greatest news. I was like, crap. So I had to stay ditched for a little longer than I planned. Sorry about that, but made it. Well, I'm sorry you got bad news. Let's see. Again, Tony Pesfa says America runs on diesel. Yeah, it does. Nope. Actually, uh, speaking of that, uh, Gary, um, do we still have our oil fields being pumped in gas or is it shut off permanently? As far as I know, around here they are. I remember our main source was shut off, though, for a while, wasn't it? I I couldn't honestly tell you, to be honest with you. Uh, Devil Dog says, my area of California finally went below $5 per gallon. Hmm, not bad. Mike White said it cost me $85 to fill up, and that lasts me a week. Ouch. Oof. Wow. Uh, Bjorn says diesel for me is five seventy five per gallon in my area. Well, the diesel is high. A <clears throat> uh, question for you, Gary. Yeah. Um, did you ever look in that trigger I told you about? I did look into it. I have not bought it yet, but I've looked into it. Yeah, just, uh, if you're going to buy it, just uh, give me an update. Make sure you uh, uh, thread lock the screws after installing it. Yeah. I yep. think I read some stuff on it, and they recommended that. Yep. What well, trigger is that? It's a Timmy trigger, Timmy Impact. Mm. It's really a trigger. Too rich for my blood. It's not, it's not crazy expensive. It's only 143 dollars Oh, I thought most of their triggers were like a couple hundred. That's I if think... you were thinking about like the ones in $200 area. 
That's, I, I don't go with fancy triggers. It's one of those things. I know that my skill like is not good enough to really appreciate the difference. I mean, it's so, a three pound trigger. I mean, it's not that bad. Well, yeah, that one doesn't seem so bad. I'm just kind of talking about the really expensive ones. I, I will say the best trigger I have ever gotten was the ALG trigger. It's like 60 bucks and like the most improvement for the money for an AR. So I, I'll always recommend that if someone wants like, oh, I want to upgrade my AR a little bit, but don't want to get like a Geisley or some other like super expensive one. Oh, if you want something improved, you got to pay the buck though, sadly. Yeah, oh, I, I get that. I'm not, and I'm not dissing on like fancy triggers or whatever. I'm just saying for my skill, it's like, I'm already not that great. So spending a bunch of money on a trigger, like, is it going to make me that much better? You know, probably not. It's yeah. kind of the same thing with the scope. Like my eyes suck anyways. So if I get a super expensive scope, I'm not going to use it. Now, a couple hundred dollar scope or $300 something, that's, I can see the difference there. Like, that's nice. I'm not going to buy a $50 scope. <laughs> but to buy like a $2,000 scope, it, it won't matter. I'll shoot the same as the $300 one. Until I get better, then that's when you can start like fine tuning the other stuff. What else? So, uh, 223DMR says, I wonder if the diesel scare is what they're going to use to steal the midterms with. And, uh, I think that's the opposite, though, because, like, being scared, you would want to vote out the people that are in power right now. Because you're like, well, they're not doing a good job right now, so I got to vote for the other dude. So my guess is all this short, the scarcity and everything, that's coming from the right side, if I had to guess. You also include these, uh, Gary. Okay. So so you get some stickers if you buy that uh, trigger over yours. Cool. I say it's well worth the buy. Free shipping, and you also get a nice pack of stickers. Okay, so Woods wants to know what time is the patch patch swap. I don't know anything about that. I think it's like early afternoon, like maybe in a couple hours or something. Are they doing that again today? Yeah, he's doing it again today. I don't remember oh, okay. the exact time. Oh, um, what else? Uh, today's daylight savings time. Where was that yesterday? Uh, that already that already happened this morning. Yeah, and that's and that's what screws up with G-Webs because Arizona doesn't do it, so all his times are going to be weird now. Just a heads up for people who watch them. So Ozzy said gas got down to three ninety nine a couple weeks ago. It's going back up now four nineteen. Rob says, all this shortage crap was done on purpose to help support and justify moving to electric, in my opinion. Uh, I'm just kind of getting fed up with all the electric vehicles now being produced. Uh, nobody I mean, cool. here is buying them. I'm cool with people making them and buying them if they want them. What I don't like is when they're forced to, like what California said in a couple of years. 
you won't be able to buy anything but electric. But the thing is, we don't even have the power grids to keep supporting electric vehicles to be charged. If you had one here, there's no place to charge it. We don't have any of those things around here. I mean, and we're talking about electric vehicle. It's not going to last comparison to a gas-powered vehicle. That's going to last you about like a whole week. I I think there's a time and a place for electric vehicles. Like we were just talking earlier about people that work close to home and all this stuff. So you charge it up at night. You drive your 10 miles to work every day, and it works fine. Like at the point now, I wouldn't want to go on a cross-country trip with it. Although it's doable, it's just you zigzag a lot trying to charging stations. So Abby says, dumb question, but can you shoot slugs with an improved cylinder choke? If not, will it hurt the barrel if I shoot without the choke? Um, I'm not I a shotgun expert. I would do it without the choke, definitely. I think the only choke you can shoot with is a modified, if I remember correctly. No, I'm pretty sure you want to be as close to cylinder as possible with the slug. And as far as shooting without it, if there's threads inside the barrel, like I don't know that shotgun oh. specifically, but mine, the choke goes into the barrel. So if you shoot without it, it screws the threads up and then you're done. Well, improved cylinder is that's about the least choke there is. So I think you're all right. And that's what you want for slugs is the least choke. Right. Yeah, Moose says no slugs with modified. And block nine says if you do it without the choke, it'll mess up the threads. Okay. And Wood says improve for slugs. Uh, block nine also says improve. So there's your answer right there. Holy crap! I was right about a gun question. You were right. I, I feel so special. Because most You're of the time, right. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I just <laughs> like join in. You're learning. Uh, Sam of Anarchy's out there. Um, so real quick, we've got about five minutes left in the show, so I'd like to give everybody a chance to uh, give any plugs that they have, what they got coming up before the show's over with. So, uh we will start with Smeggy. You got anything you want to plug for your channel or anything you want to say before we get off here? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing a pack sorting video later today, sometime in the afternoon, probably after G has his patch swap. Um, it's going to be taking all my patches and putting them in the book that showed up here for people that weren't here. I got these patch panel books. I'm going to put my collections together and sort all the stuff. So it should be a fun time. All right. Well, thank you for being here, for being part of the show. I appreciate it. Uh, Warsaw, Warsaw, the American Patriot, what have you got to plug? Uh, Maybe sometime this week I'll be posting up something special, probably a little bit AK-related. But, um, yeah, um, appreciate the invite, Gary. Yeah, you bet. Glad to have you. Uh, Last but not least, Guns and Barbecue, do you have anything that you're doing? That you'd like to promote? Um, just like remind everybody that I don't believe gives. Lost you. Okay, I thought it was just me. 
I think he said, I uh, just want to remind everyone that uh, Gary Gizzard is awesome. I think that's what he was about to say. Maybe that's what he said. I don't know. He was talking, and all of a sudden, his Am mic. I? There you is go. It... I don't know what the heck's going to happen, and I'm sorry. Um, that Earlier, when I had to drop out because of that phone call, you said that all of a sudden I was just muted. I was like, I, I don't know what the heck happened. So, um, no, I was just saying, uh, go find uh, Gizzard on any of the you know platforms that he might still be on, like Patreon or something. I, I know it's not Patreon, but uh, you know you can always hit the join channel member thing for him because uh, Gizzard takes the time to set, uh, bring us two great shows every week. Uh, that's time that he could be spending uh, doing other stuff. So, uh, you know, thanks for that, Gizzard, and uh, you know, hopefully you get uh, all kinds of support, especially since you're going to be retiring soon. That's right. Well, I appreciate that. And Wood says he just solved 2A. That's right. Guns and Barbecue just solved 2A. He solves 2A two or three times a week, though. That's what he does. Don't forget to check out the live streams on Guns and Barbecue's channel each week, too. It's important to support well, everybody, thank you, everybody who's out here. Uh Subscribe to all these channels. Uh, Smeggy42, uh, Warsaw Patriot, Guns and Barbecue, uh, Gun Websites, The Gun Snob. Uh, Single Shot was on here earlier. Who else am I forgetting? Uh, the Scottish American. Uh, don't forget the stuff that's coming on later today, as I was talking about earlier. Uh, Georgia Trapping and Fishing might be on after this. Uh, also, check out Locked and Loaded Latinos at 5 p.m. Central. Uh, foreign and Domestic on the Scottish American Channel at 6 p.m. And I don't know if Rich has a miraculous recovery. Maybe he'll do this week Unloaded on the Unloaded Media Channel. So anyway, thanks for watching, everybody. Whether you watched on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, I appreciate it. Thanks to everybody in the chat for contributing to the discussion. And thanks to everybody who was on the panel today for their contribution to the show. And a special thanks to all my channel members on YouTube for their support. Uh, now, we won't have an early bird chat next weekend because I will be at Tulsa, Oklahoma for the Wanamaker Tulsa Arms Show. So we'll be back for this show in two weeks. Now, this coming week, I will have foul territory, but it will be on Thursday instead of Friday. That will be at 9 p.m. Central on Thursday because I will be in Oklahoma Friday night. So we'll do it a day early. So look for that. And then we will be back for the early bird chat two weeks from today. That will be November the 20th at 9 a.m. Central. So anyway, I appreciate everybody for their patronage as I always do. And uh, let me get that comment off the screen so I can roll the final credits. But I would like to leave you with this, as I always do. Rich says, I'm not doing a show tonight. Sorry to hear that, but I do wish you a speedy recovery. At any rate, always remember that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, give them the bird. This is Gizzard Gary. Have a great Sunday, and we will see you soon. God bless America. Thanks for listening. Early Bird Chat is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. 
and later released as an audio podcast on most popular podcasting applications. For more information, visit our website at gizzardgary.com.